in the darkest realms, in the abyss of hell, in the vents inside Among Us, there is a group of people waiting to come out. The Halloween may have passed, ladies and gentlemen, but right now, the dead are rising again. They're walking the depths of Earth and are tuning in right now to the Telly Ho Show. Hello, everybody. Okay, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody who is currently watching the show now or in the podcast. My name is the James of All Games and welcome to the Telly Ho Halloween Special. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you very much, thank you. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us today. We fully hope you're going to enjoy yourself. And yes, we know Halloween may have passed, but in our hearts, Halloween is not finished until we've done a Halloween special, and that's what we're doing right now. So I hope you guys are sat back, relaxed, got yourself a nice brew, and hope you can join us for the next couple of hours as we take you through the pits of questions, the great adventure... And of course, just some randomness that always seems to happen every time we do this podcast. But as always, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not alone. I've had to drag him out of hell for this, because Satan really wanted us to do the weekend shift. But today, he is here. Joining me today is, of course, the tally to the hoe. It is, of course, the British Andy. Hello, sir. How the devil are you, good sir? I, I'm spiffing. I, I am definitely the tally to the hoe. You feel me, diggity dog, diggity dog, dog, dog. <laughs> yeah, don't ever do that again. Yippee, 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 yo, cowboy, Jim West, Desperado. Anyway, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm doing well. Yeah, like apologies for you know uh, we were supposed to be doing it last weekend, the show, but stuff happened. So yay. <laughs> it's just, lots of things lots of things happened last week actually. It seems to happen. Whenever we got we've got a show, we have it planned, and then all of a sudden it goes, <laughs> Is that you wanted to do the show today? Well too bad. Click and something goes horribly wrong. Yep, yep, pretty much. Pretty much yeah. I mean like we we've had Halloween. I mean Halloween hasn't officially over yet until we do our show. Nope. And so that's... after the show after this show, then Halloween will be over. And then after... the next episode will be like Christmas! After this show, the Christmas tree's going up. Oh, God. Isn't your tree already up? Sure, it's still Halloween. Yeah, you put, you probably put, like, a skull on top of your tree, haven't you? As opposed to, like, a star. I can neither deny nor confirm these comments or rumours. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, no, I've, I'm pretty good. How have you been, James? That's the main thing. How have you been? Well, I've been pretty damn good, thank you. I'm now, uh, thanks to lockdown, I'm now forced to work at home, which... Oh no, what an absolute shame. I know, absolutely dreadful. I have to get up, I have to get changed, I have to go down to my computer, open it up, and I'll tell you what, I'm still late for work, because the traffic's just fucking nightmarish getting into work. I know, like, probably, what, the traffic down the stairs, followed by uh, going down Kitchen Boulevard. Yeah, I mean, there's and just... Then, and then, and then, and then take, taking taking the motorway up to the living room? God and, damn. And then going over and making something a cup of tea hill. It's just ridiculous, mm. honestly, mate. Uh, yeah, but... I, I, I can understand that. <laughs> but more importantly, mate, how the devil are you, good sir? I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, like I said, we've had a bit of a bit of a crazy week this past week with uh, some you-know-what happened. Uh, yep. <laughs> Yeah, which uh, you know, two people battled it out to uh, to to win a country. Someone won. People are rejoiced. Uh, Other person is mad and uh, wants to say that everything's rigged. 
I got so, I got you, you hear that do you hear that sound? It's the sound of sweet victory. <laughs> yes, so we had we had that. You probably would you all know what, what, what was going on. We won't we well, won't get into it too much. But well, apart from that, everything was great. Fantastic, that's what I like to hear. And um, as far as I'm aware as well, as you probably realize as well, if you listen to the podcast or you're watching the stream live, we've actually dragged two other people from hell, haven't we, to join us tonight. I know, yeah. Yeah, normally we have one person on the show. No, it's a double it's double whammy guest today. We're good. Yeah, so... We're doing well in the world. We now have two guests instead of one. We're going up. I know. Going up in the world. Yeah, who knows? Maybe next time we'll have ten. That but, would be fun. Oh dear lord, that's a that's a crisis and a half. Rubble, 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 rubble. Guys, I'm yeah. rubble, rubble, rubble. Damn it. That's exactly what would happen, and it will be glorious. A hundred man tally ho show. Give you the yep, yep. It'll be. We'll do. We'll do a tally ho battle royale <laughs> to see who will come out on top. Okay, but you and me are in the final because you know co-hosting and everything. Well, we'll be the commentators, mate. Oh, that actually that works. I will happily do that. There you go. There you go. But yes, joining us today. We've got two guests, and uh, they're very good friends of both myself and James. And we wanted to come on the show for quite some time. We're just like, yeah, they're they're some really amazing people, and they do a lot of things on Twitch. And uh, yeah, we just want to get get to know them a little bit more and uh, talk to them with their topics as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and uh, theys and gentle thems, please give a big warm welcome, Tally Ho Show welcome to the one and only Kippy. And Salem stole away. Whoa, this vet is clean. Hi. Hey, hey I'm sorry. Yeah, you have to hold your breath, didn't you? Got a bit of force. Had to add the applause for that. Very, very dusty in there. Look, okay, I, call, I called the cleaner right, and they told me they, they were gonna, that, that the ETA would be from now till never. So, they said <laughs> that two months ago, damn it! I know, right? So we're still waiting on them. What are we paying on them? You know. What are we paying them for, honestly? I, I don't know. It's just, you know, at, th- at th- for rate, some I'll reason, do a little magic. For some reason, it's like they're they're it's absolutely atrocious with you know their performance and clean stuff. But the customer service is really nice. You know, I can't I can't fathom that. That's why yeah, Bob's pretty good actually. Customer service can't fault him to a yeah, T. I don't I don't know how he does it. Jesus Christ! I know it's amazing, Bob. You genius man, you. All these different jobs you're doing, but you always come through for us in the end. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so yeah, this is what we have. We have Kippy and Salem on the show. How are you two doing today? Doing fantastic. I'm somehow alive. <laughs> That's a mood, but at least you're alive. That's the main thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally wasn't in the grave about five minutes ago. Uh, okay. <laughs> don't worry, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I got out. The you literally were. Like, you were asleep. <laughs> I know. I'm just like I woke up. We were supposed to do the show like if you were listening to this live like 30 minutes earlier, but then there's me that's just like oh, I'm too tired. Let's just give it 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, Five minutes will sleep. Five minutes will sleep. Exactly. No joke. It took me like an hour to wake up. Yeah. <laughs> no joke. I, when I messaged you guys saying, uh, "Can we go for 30 minutes?" Like. I, I I went I, I slept for another fifth I slept for another ten. I bloody knew it. Fell asleep for ten minutes, stayed in my bed for five minutes, and then got up for the next fifteen minutes and you know made my made my tea and my breakfast and my OJ. So I'm 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 now ready. I'm still I'm somewhat alive, <laughs> still a little bit dead, but hey ho. 
Yes. So another brand new for you then. Oh yes. Well, I mean, it's 99% uh, OJ, uh, unfortunately. Uh, I was gonna say that would have been a lot of salt then if it was 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jamie. Like, I love my salt, but I can't go that far on salt, especially with OJ. Yeah, yeah, you better be careful with that. Salem is known to make uh, people roll ones in that game. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've heard the rumors. I've heard the rumors. So, yes, yes. Yeah. But yes, it is a, we have got Kippy and Salem on the, on the show. We'll be uh, talking a little bit about them, get to know them a little bit about what they do, what their favorite game is, least favorite game is, all of that jazz that we do for introductions. We've then got topics. Um, so because we have two people on, uh, we have decided, me and James are going to be sharing a topic. So we've discussed like what topic we want to discuss. Um, followed by that, we'll then have a topic with Supervised Salem and topic like Dippy. We've got some music and we've got a brand new adventure for James. Woo! Yep, no longer have I been James Snow, the bastard of the galaxy. I will now become James. What the hell is about to happen? Yes, that's who I, I am. To... I will become James. James. <laughs> just say it in that voice, James. No, that just sounds creepy. Fear not, citizens, for I am here, James. Oh no, it's James. Oh, it's the James. Not the James. The same change. The gasp. <laughs> My God. <laughs> the gasp. Are we? Well, we in France, are we? <laughs> the gasp. Yes. The, the gasp. No, sacre bleu. The gems. <laughs> you know, I just have to jacuse. That's all I have to do. <laughs> oh yeah, well uh... you guys have so much fun today during the great adventure, aren't you? Oh yeah. Ah yes, because we we we've got we've got like uh. As we do with our shows, when a guest comes on on and has the great adventure, either my great adventure or Jay's great adventure, the guests will have a special power. As you might have known from last episode, that those powers can make or break the <laughs> protagonist. Uh, yeah. Me, it freaking broke me. <laughs> <laughs> I regret man. nothing. Perfect. You, of course you regret I, nothing. Of course you I do. Approve. <laughs> good, oh, we'll good just have to wait. Time. <laughs> have to wait and see what happens uh, later on. Oh, Asmo's yeah. mad because he's like, he, because he told he told me yesterday. He's like, oh no, Telly Ho show. So they said no, we pushed it. He said, when, you, when did you push it? Oh, it's a Tuesday. He's like, damn it. I said, what? You hate me. I said, what are you talking about? He's like, I wanted to listen to the show. <laughs> How what? dare you change it? Well, like, he has the sorry. He has the podcast. I look forward to. I told him that. He's like, yeah, but still. I said, well, then we got another show coming soon. He's like. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, then, sure. Well, for Asmo in the future, hello. <laughs> hello, Asmo. You are listening hello, to us from Asmo. the future. How is everything there? Have we finally got hover cars? You know, we Pro miss you, I think. I don't. Just joking, <laughs> I love you. He's your, he's your boss, damn it. You should miss him. Nah, that's why I don't miss it because I see him like most every day. <laughs> oh, he's like, oh, he's bossing me around. Nah, no thanks. He's bossing me around. He does. Yeah. What? How rude. Ah, uh, so yes. Shave your head again. Anyway, anyway. So. Anyone's moving swiftly get... on. Yeah, we hope you enjoy the show. Let's get into some introductions. Uh, starting with, we'll go, we'll go, ladies first. We'll go Salem. So Salem. 
Let, let's Hi. talk a little bit about you. How did you get? How, how did you get into playing video games? And you know, what's your favorite and least favorite game? And then with with the with the power of gaming, how the heck did you find Twitch TV? <laughs> well, I've been gaming basically since I was a little kid, but I've recently got back into it. Maybe when I was sixteen, I played a lot of games on the PlayStation One, and my very first ever game that I've ever played. A combination of first stained with three others, but the first one I properly played was Spyro the Dragon, which has been an absolute obsession for the past uh, how many years? 22? <laughs> it's also been an obsession of yours to kick Andy's ass at Spyro as well. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a new determination for her now. So. Just, just quick one, what is the scoreboard between you two? Um, well, we're now tied up somewhat. Technically speaking, ah, disappointing. Are you are you meaning are you meaning with just Spyro One or, or all three games? Um, all three games, the two Spyro you all, One races, and you, you you always kick my ass in like Spyro <laughs> One. That just always happens. I managed to beat you in Spyro Two, and then I managed to. That was a close one. You... Spyro Year of the Dragon, like. You were in the lead, I was in the lead, and then I screwed up there. You were majorly You were majorly in the lead. And then And then moles. Then moles happened. I and then I was majorly in the lead. And then Yeti freaking snowboarding race. And then you were catching up. You almost you almost caught up and then I managed to do it and I'm like, I'm gone, I'm gone, I've gone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The also, races are super duper intense. Also, just a quick shout out. Hello there, Poco 1991. How the devil are you? Hey, Thanks for joining us today. Hello, Poco. Banana queen. <laughs> when it comes to the least favorite games, I really don't want to provide any spoilers for any excitement that's going to be happening in the show. So I will not be talking about that one just yet. Oh, she's hiding something. <laughs> that's pretty suspicious. That's all, yeah, that's pretty sus, actually. <laughs> Hang on! <laughs> Emergency meeting! Self-report. Calling it now. <laughs> uh, I, I was in med bay, just doing a scan. Well, I was in the medical base venting. Oh, shit, I mean... Oh, <laughs> you are venting. Is that, is, that why the, is that why the vents were so dusty? Oh, well, this no, 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 he was, he was, he was there venting pretty much. He was just like, look, I just need to get some things on my chest, all right? There's, there's a few things that have been playing around on me. I still understand. Oh my goodness. Also, but, hello, Shan Can in the chat. Hello, oh, hello. Shan. Good to see you, Shan. Hello, Shan. Welcome well, to the Ho Show. But yes, how I got into Switch? Well. Switch actually isn't my first live streaming venture. I used to DJ on another website before that. Ooh, traitor! I... No, this was before hey, Twitch, I... mate. Th- before withdrawn, Twitch, withdrawn. I would say it's about two years before I joined Switch, honestly. And I played a lot of retro music. Rarely ever anything beyond the 21st century. So, yeah, it's just so much fun, such a good community, and it eventually led on to me getting into gaming a bit more, as I re- as I found the backing track that I used for the original Spyro Trilogy, and 
I just got absolutely obsessed with it yet again. So I found a YouTuber who inspired me to start streaming Spyro. Unfortunately, that didn't work out according to plan because my first ever stream was supposed to be its release date, 21st of September 2018. Yeah, when it got delayed, that kind of changed my game abruptly. So I played Crash Bandicoot instead. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, there were worse things to join up. Indeed. And through looking through Spyro streams, that's how I happened to find the British Andy. And I've just been a regular in the chat ever since. And Well, it, it became a regular very quickly because it was just like, Hi, you're playing Spyro. I like Spyro. I'm like, oh, cool. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> to like three months later. Let's win, let's win, let's win. Oh, Andy, stop failing. I'm like, yeah, three months, you've already become a regular in the stream already. You're, you're trolling me already. Great stuff. <laughs> I always have that way with people. Whenever someone random comes in, they're just like, you know, they, they're always like, the, hi, I'm new here. Welcome. Three months later is a part of the group where everyone just starts trolling me. It's like, why? why? That makes way too much it's sense. Expected, it's expected to happen, that way. It's always expected yeah, to happen. Yeah. You just magnetically attract trolls somehow. Speaking of which, everyone who's currently watching this, or in the podcast, or in the stream itself, be sure to give uh, the British Andy a follow, so in three months' time, you can then (laughs) you can then annoy him. It's fun, believe me. And you can quote me on that as well. It's fun. Games of old games. I mean, mean, coming from the person who just uses a platform from underneath him in Lego Harry Potter, yeah. It's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was kind of funny actually. That it's like, you know, like you, we first met playing Spyro and stuff. So, well, when you said you were doing uh, DJ stuff, what, where, where were you doing your DJ work on before you came onto Twitch? Right. Um, it's a little known um, website. Have you ever heard of um, the game Habba Hotel? Yes. yes, I do. I remember that. I I used to DJ on Habox. No. Yeah. Hold what? up, James. Wait, did James? Did you used to listen to that radio station? Um, I did. I James. remember that. Oh, uh, do you remember DJ Retro by any chance? Uh, I think I remember a little bit like that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had a weekly show which is basically pure before the millennium and nothing else. Oh my and... god, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favourite shows. I, I thought, I was wondering for a moment whether you might have been a James that I actually knew. Because <laughs> 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 um, he said there was another James, he happened to be the head of the department. Ah, <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> oh my god, that, that would have been hilarious. That would have been Bloody hilarious, yeah. Still a small world, though, that, you know, you did radio on Habbot, and then all of a sudden James here is like, oh my god, I used to listen to that. It's like, there you go. My long search is complete. I now know who it was. (laughs) I know the DJ from all those years ago. (laughs) It's such a throwback. It really is. About me. That's awesome. That's so. Uh, that's, that's cool <laughs> that's that you know. It's like really, really cool. It's like same for me. It was like you know, I did like DJ work like 
and James will know on radio saying it because James, we used to be like, before we did the Tally Ho show, like I'd get James on my show as like a special guest. And it worked so well that we tried to get him on as like a temporary co-host every now and then because apparently people enjoyed both of our bands. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, the Sunday fun day. Yeah, that was so much that fun. Was it. That was it. And then like we just decided to go, oh, let's just make our own podcast. And then the Tally Ho show was born. So beautiful. Beautiful. And two seasons in, we're still here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, we're still here. <laughs> Pending lawsuits. Yeah, yeah. And, and DMCA's. If, if we if we play a song that apparently is in a video game, but you know, still might be a DMCA, so we might get in trouble. Who knows? We're just gonna take the risk, cause sod it. You only live once, damn it. Exactly, YOLO it, baby. Just YOLO. I mean, so, the MCA is the pure reason I didn't pick my first choice because Warner Brothers. <laughs> well then, damn them, damn them Warner Brothers. Oh dear. But yes, no, thank you, Salem, for that. Thank you for telling a little, talking a bit a little about yourself. Moving no, on hey, to yeah. the to the Kipster, Mr. Kippy. Hello. Is it Hello. The Kippy. It's been very patient. Let Kip. Let Kip. Let Kip. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, well, how did you get into gaming? What's your favorite or least favorite game? And then, uh, how did you get into doing, like, say, uh, project work and also Twitch work as well? How did you get into Twitch? Ooh, got a bit to say. All right. Well, mm. uh, I've been I've been playing since I was actually a little kid. The first game console that I've ever, well, I guess, not really console, it's a handheld. That the first one I played, it was on the Game Boy Color, and. <laughs> Me being a mudkip, I mean, the first game I played was, in fact, a Pokemon game. But it was, uh, it was either Pokemon Crystal or Pokemon Yellow. I could never remember which one it was, but I want to say it was Crystal. Um, and, yeah, I, w I was honestly just kind of hooked uh, from then, and, and I've still, like, I've still been playing games up to this day. Um, from various consoles we got from, from Nintendo, from, uh, mostly from Nintendo and Sony. I did, I did have a little Xbox experience, so... Oh man. Join the dark and, side. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Well, actually, I mean, I have no reason to really join the dark side because uh, I, I got a PC. I don't need an Xbox anymore. Haha. -ha. That's a fair uh, point, actually. Yeah. Which, uh, which, yeah, by the way, which, yeah, by the way, that, those two consoles, those two consoles are they're coming, they're coming out soon, aren't they? Yeah. I think they're both. Are they both out next week? I believe so, yeah. That looks uh, really good. Yeah, they, yeah I've they, seen they, a few people. I've seen a few people like already got like an Xbox super early on, which is just like, ah, oh, so lucky nice. bastards. Yeah, I know, right? I know, right? Oh well, I have, I personally have no need for one. I, I have, I have a really, really good PC. For, for there you go. And yeah, and you don't need anything else. Yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah. I've basically just been mostly a fan of Nintendo and, and Sony games, with uh, my favorite games being. Um, from the Zelda series, from the Pokemon series, especially from the side series games like yeah, Colosseum on, on, the, on the GameCube, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon on the, on the DS, and all, and all that. And as for how I got onto Twitch, um, so I, I, I mean, I've, I've, been, I've been watching YouTube for, for quite a while too when I was younger. And, you know, I, I, really, I really liked watching all the let's players out there all the popular like uh, let's players out there and uh, to name to name a few i think one of the, the first one i watched i watched was uh chugga conroy 
and he, he, was, he was pretty pop. He was uh, pretty popular at the time. And he, he still is. He still is big to this day. And you know, and you know, I I, I just been skimming YouTube every now and then. And then one of the YouTubers that I found, um, I didn't know this at the time, but they also streamed live on Twitch, and it was just like, oh, this guy's pretty cool. I should try to see if I can catch him on live. I should just uh make an account and see if I can get on there. And then I managed to catch one of the streams, and. Not and not knowing it at the time, but catching that one stream connected me to a whole, the whole bunch of other streamers because of that. Cause, uh, I found one of the, <laughs> I found someone who I'm sure you, I'm, I'm sure you and a lot of other people are familiar with, uh, Andy, <laughs> Canadian counterpart. Yes, <laughs> Mr. Andy Man, who we had on the show uh, last year, actually. So, yeah, that's, oh. that's, that's right. I remember that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um. So yeah, I got raided to his channel, and it was just like, you know, uh, I think he was playing Mario Kart Wii at the time. So it's just like, you know, you know, and, and decided to drop him a follow, and, you know, I, and throughout the years, I really, really enjoyed uh, just being on Twitch and interacting with the streamer, the streamer in the chat, and even just joining in on some multiplayer, some like like Mario Kart, Smash, and to say to say some other games too. It's great that you can sort of, um, it's great, that's one of the things I love about Twitch, is you can just randomly join somebody's Twitch channel, and the next thing you know, you're surrounded by that community, you just think, yeah, these guys are awesome, I want to join them. Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly how I caught on to Twitch, <laughs> how I just kind of caught on to a lot of channels. Um, yeah, and I've just been kind of wandering places, but um, <clears throat> one of the, so, and one of these days I decided... You know what? <clears throat> I should try streaming myself, see how it would go, and then so I would start off with some of my favorite games on there. And I believe I started streaming back in 2014, and I mean, never really had like a most consistent schedule, but I, us I usually always like to stream for fun, just like playing whatever I want. And uh, <laughs> and uh, in fact, uh, last year I. I that this game this PC that I was talking about I actually built this so there's a lot there's a lot of games that I can just play although I haven't really haven't really had too too much time but <clears throat> it certainly did up it certainly did upgrade on uh, my streaming and also a bunch of other projects in fact um one of the projects that I did work on um, because of Twitch I worked on making my own uh, Twitch bot which <laughs> well, that's pretty ah uh, yes the the legend. The legend, the Get the myth, the Kippy bot. He's sleeping though. He's he's uh, he's on he's on strike at the moment. <laughs> he's, on, <laughs> he's on strike. <laughs> he's on yeah. strike. Yep. Oh God, ladies and gentlemen, the machines are taking over. Oh no! Oh no! That's you how know, it starts. Oh. The Kippy bot will rise up. I think Kippy bot's just jealous because I tend to do his job for him. <laughs> you will be his no, first I'm, target, Salem. Oh no, you know, oh no, I'm gonna have to protect you when that happens. And you know, he's gonna, he's probably gonna team up with like Nightbot or something too, because it's just like, uh, me and Nightbot have had a little fuse for the, for the past few years. It's just like... We do not talk about that, Yandere. <laughs> uh, and, and unfortunately, he's in the chat though, so he he, sh he showed himself in the chat, he just let himself in here. Like, hey guys, how's it going? And that creepy voice as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello there, hey. shut! 
Hi, friends. Hi, friends. No, I'm like, but where are my stalks? Okay, okay, occasionally, every now and then, you know, Kiffy Bot appears somewhere, and it's just like, uh-oh. <laughs> like, really, dude? You, you gotta come in here and ruin our days? Oh, you're making it sound like it's coming through the door, like the shining. Here's Kippy! <laughs> Here's Kippy Bot! Here's Kippy Bot! <laughs> Jeez, he might he, little. He probably is like hearing us right now. He's just like he's waiting to, he's waiting to get in here, make his moment. No, we're probably no. we're probably accelerating it now because he knows we're onto him. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. As soon as he talks around, he just shows up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I guess he must be sleeping right now. You know what? Good. Stay asleep. <laughs> um, I just heard the vent rattle. Uh oh. Oh no. I don't Not. think it's the same. Not, not, he's not in the vent. Well, I mean, he, he, Kippy Bot's been suspicious for many, many years. So, you know. Oh wait, never mind. I just checked the vent. It's a pupper. We're fine. Oh, that's oh, good. That's good. <laughs> I'm just checking. Why is there a pupper in the freaking vent, James? Why is Buddy in the vent? James, what? He keeps running away from me. I just show nothing but love. <laughs> well, you see, I found my dog in the vent. What are we? What is he doing there? How did he get over here? Maybe they're trying to discuss how they can get more treats from us. I mean, that, that would be a good explanation. That's very true. That's true, they do want all the treats. Actually, there was a, there was a question I want to ask both of you two as well, because it's really been on my yeah. mind. Your names, they're brilliant. Uh, Kippy00 and Salem Stowaway. I just need to ask, how did you get those names? Or where did you where did you decide? Actually, you know what, that's going to be my Twitch name. <laughs> <laughs> well, my name initially started off with the plan of being my YouTube name because um, I have played a lot of Town of Salem and I mean a lot since before the Coven expansion even came out I've probably got close to 2,000 total hours both on and off Steam in that game yeah. and I, ju I just wanted to do YouTube videos on it and then it led to Minecraft, and I didn't really do much of Town of Salem on it, but Salem Stowaway. Uh, I'm British, so obviously I'm not in Salem, Massachusetts, so it made sense. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> I like that a lot. How about oh, you then, man. Kippy? How about yours? Well, um, part of my well, part of my name is based on just stuff I like. I mean, so. So the kip part comes from Mudkip. I, I just axe out the mud, so because I'm a Pokemon fan. Plus, you want to be nice so and clean. To... Yeah, I want to yeah, be nice and clean. Just get all this mud off me, you know. <laughs> kind of want to come in here nice and fresh. Although honestly, although now, although now the vent happened and then that. Brush all this dust off. Ugh. All right. Um. And so after that, um, I you I just used the, the math term pie. <laughs> I am quite because I am quite a math nerd and double uh, zero zero I took kind of took the inspiration from a uh, from James Bond double seven you know okay then that's yeah, good. so I, 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 I put the zeros on at, at the back instead of the front I that I suppose you could have kippy double oh seven double oh kippy double oh kippy double oh kippy double Double kippy. I mean, I mean, I do have an alias, Double OK. Double OK, right here. I knew it. I called it. The name. There you go. The name is Kip. 
Mudkip. Dr. Mudkip sounds like an interesting mashup <laughs> between James Bond and Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> By God. <laughs> Should try that now. Uh, yeah, that's for that. That's the origin of my name for sure. It's it's a name I've used a lot on a lot of sites. That's awesome. Oh, that's really cool. Well, thank you, thank you, Kippy and Salem for uh, <laughs> for t telling us a little bit about yourselves and no you know, for people no listening in live or on the podcast, they get to know like you know some more info about who you are and what you have done and what you do now, which is really cool. So James, should we get on and do some? Uh, yeah, should we do some topics? I think we should, good sir. So, ladies and gentlemen, as if you've have um, seen the show before, you will know that essentially we go through different topics, and then we go on to some music, more topics, music, great adventure, etc., etc., etc. But for those of you who are currently in the chat right now, be sure to give us a, uh, give, tell us what you think um, of your ideas for it. And for those of you who are watching, listening this via the podcast. Then check out what we're basically we're saying, and then make sure to join us in for the stream next time. And maybe you can even put your own ideas into it. But we're going to start off first, of course, with mine and Andy's. So basically, it's a Halloween special. There's no getting about it. We've got to talk something regarding Halloween, and I think the best way that we can tell about Halloween is essentially what comes with Halloween the most, and that is horror and scariness. So. My and Andy's questions for Kippy and Salem, each other, and for the guys in our chat, is essentially your scariest gaming moment. So, I'm going to open the floor first up to Andy. Andy, tell us what your scariest gaming moment of all time is. <coughs> Superman 64. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew that was coming up. Absolutely <laughs> terrifying and mentally scarred me for the rest of my life that I can never escape it. <laughs> and be a Lex. Yeah, yeah. And Lex wins. Lex wins. That's all it is. That's all I'm going to see now until the day I die. It's just going to be. <laughs> what was his final words? Oh, look. Lex, Lex wins, wins again. Me. What a surprise. <laughs> oh, look. Lex wins again. What a surprise. Yeah, but I mean, if we're go, if we're gonna be serious, I mean, no, that's just a, that's just a troll game. <laughs> it's a game that people just want to watch nope. and make me suffer. Hey, no, no, that's that perfectly demonstrates the scariest game moment. It doesn't have to be a horror film. It can be something that you just fall that you are struggling to sleep with because that just comes yeah. up in your nightmares. I mean, that that made me at like three years ago. I was having like nightmares with that game. <laughs> so you know, um, but. No, there's there, like there's quite a few games. See, scariest for me. I mean, when I was growing up, the most scariest game for me would have been Super Mario 64. Now I know you might think to yourself, like, but that's a Mario game. How can you be scared of that, <coughs> mate? Mate, Bowser was freaking terrifying. Like going into the going into his like like level in order to face him. Like as a kid, I was like shaking holding the controller. <laughs> And then I said, first time I saw Bowser, no joke, I turned off the console and I ran in my bed and I hid under the covers. <laughs> I was oh, bless literally that, was, that was last week, wasn't I it? Was... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all right, it still haunts me to this day. <laughs> Can't help it. But 
Like no, I was like as a kid, I was terrified. I was just like just seeing him like in his in his like polygon polygonous, like just like how he looks and hearing the music and just hearing that. I'm just like nope, nope, turn off. I, I can't do this. <laughs> I actually had like I I was so terrified. I had to get a friend to can you help me beat Bowser so I can get to the basement. He's like, oh, can't you beat him? I'm like, no, I'm just scared. <laughs> so he, would, he would, he played it, and I hid under my covers, going, "Have you beaten him yet?" <laughs> oh, I was a weird, I was a weird kid. I was a weird kid back then. I don't know why I was scared, because, like, what I, I think, how old was I? Was I like eight? I think eight years old, and then become what? I'm like 13, and then I play it again, and I'm like, why was I scared? <laughs> What's wrong with me? Like God, but um, but yeah, that was a scary gaming moment for me growing up. Um, oh, honestly, to a little kid, I I understand why you were terrified. <laughs> I will say I'm on. I will say I'm honestly surprised that it wasn't the piano in that boo level. <laughs> that thing terrified me. <laughs> oh, yeah, what is it? Bang, bang, it moves. You get, shit. Yeah, you, you get. get you get too close and then it, it, it tries to eat you. It's like, it's like, oh, oh, oh. It's like, oh God. It's like, oh, <laughs> go away from me. <laughs> you, don't, you don't realize, like, yeah, there was some, there's some dark things in that game. Like, you know, yeah. like, something that would terrify you as a child. Like, looking at it now, you look at it, you're like, yeah, there is some really, like, like stuff that can really scare a kid. <laughs> it's like, God. But, um, yeah, like, I think one other thing, like, scary gaming moment, um, Playing Outlast is, a, is is just a scary gaming moment in its own. Um, like if you don't know what that is, it's like a first-person horror game where you're going into like a, a mental asylum, and you're like a journalist, and all you have is a video camera with night vision. And oh, Jesus, that could be uh, yeah. That that is a whole other kettle of fish, pretty much. Like that game, playing through that, that's like terrifying, especially when you're trying to run run away from like evil entities and like they're so fast and it's like you're just like running and you turn the camera to see where it is and it's like it's right behind you you're like crap <laughs> and then you get stuck on the wall and then it grabs you and then it's like it does terrible things to you and it's 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 not nice so yeah that's uh that's i think for me would be uh be my my scariest gaming moments would be like n64 playing super mario as a kid and then outlast outlast was just Oh, that's terrifying. It looks really terrifying. <laughs> it's 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 very good for what it's worth. Like it can give you like it's a thrill seeker and it can scare the living daylights out of you. So yeah, if you're ever thinking about maybe I haven't played Outlast 2 yet. I played the Whistleblower DLC. That's remotely like that's more disturbing than terrifying to be honest with the stuff that you go through. It's like, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> but um I've really never played Outlast, so I'm not sure. I've never been, but I've heard that how scary it is. I really want to play it just to see how bad it is. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Oh, that's that's all I'm gonna say. Just, just, just good luck. <laughs> Maybe do it for next Halloween, James. Yeah, it might be an idea. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, that's who's sweet. next to talk about their scariest gaming moments? Let's open the floor to Eeny Meeny Miny You Kippy. Alrighty, well, um, I actually haven't really played all that many horror games, so I don't have I don't have too many moments from those. But there is one that I can think of as a kid. Oh, when, when I kind of when I kind of already mentioned the, the piano, I don't even want to talk about that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, you're in a safe spot. 
Alright, uh, but anyways, there was one when, uh, I was playing Resident Evil 4 as, when I was younger. I was playing it on the GameCube, and, uh, that, that game was just terrifying to me. It's like, I was, like, always on my toes, just wherever I went. Especially in the part of the game where you, you would shoot someone, they would, their body would fall over, and you think, oh, yay, they're dead. But then all of a sudden, a, there's a parasite that literally comes right out of their body. And that just, that just creeped me out, dude. I didn't want any part of that. <laughs> it's, a, it's actually because there's different types. There's one, there's, there's one that even just, like, bite, tries to bite your head off. And it's just like, ooh. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, and no. Then, and then, not to mention, oh, there's... A lot. There's another thing that terrorizes me is that all the chainsaw dudes in that game. I just like get me away, please. <laughs> I don't want to come near you. In fact, I would. I, I would even just like even after I killed them, I would just keep shooting that at them even when their body disappeared. I wanted to make sure they were dead. Just empty our full bag and say, I make it off you. Oh damn. <laughs> what was that for? I saw, I saw a flinch! Stop! Stop! He's already dead! No, he's no. not! That's why I'm shooting still! <laughs> I saw him flinch! Bang! Are <laughs> you sure that's not the muscles, like, you know, contracting? Because, he's, you know, he just He's died. flinching because you're shooting him! I don't care! Bang! <laughs> that, that as well. That as well. Oh my goodness. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, that that was definitely my scariest game. Although I, I guess I will touch briefly. I I will mention that with the the Super Mario 64 piano. When I saw that for the first time, I kind of just like would have the game and I just didn't touch it for a week. <laughs> you know how I feel. You know how I feel with that game growing up. Yeah. <laughs> God. I will, well, I will. I will say though, Bowser didn't scare me. The piano scared me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So there, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of terrifying. There's a lot of terrifying things in the N64 era and all that. Oh they're, yeah. They, in, in N64 games, I think like N64 games in general have like just like a dark side. I don't know why. Like some N64 games are just like, oh my god. When you play them as a kid, you just think, ha ha ha, this is fun. And when you growing up, you're like, oh my god. <laughs> what I the remember... hell is this? <laughs> I remember they, hearing... they have a dark side. They don't even have cookies. <laughs> Man. Yeah, yeah good point. What a rip off indeed. No cookies, disgraceful. No cookies, no deal, damn it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, that's All pretty right. cool. That's pretty good, mm -hmm. So, um, right, uh, we shall move on to Salem then. So, what is your scariest gaming moment of all time, Salem? Well, I kind of have two moments. One when I was a kid, and then one that, um, well, it's one and a half as a kid, because same series, and one that happened fairly recently that I think everyone here has actually witnessed now. Um, at least everyone in the call. Um, but as a kid, with Spyro, I was absolutely terrified both of the trees in Misty Bog and the bushes in Fracture Hills. I got scared the crap out for the first time that I encountered the bushes in particular because they, they just came out of nowhere and ate the dragon. <laughs> I was like, okay then, um, guess I need more health to face those because they are fast. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, yeah. When like they come at you and you're trying, you you press the flame button like too late. It's like and munch. Um, and, it's um, like, um, <laughs> and they just look really terrifying on on the original version. They don't look nearly as scary as they as they did when they got reignited. However, the Misty Bog variant looks even more terrifying than it used to. It looks more like a recognisable tree with teeth. <laughs> and it's absolutely creepy. But I'm not as scared of them as I was back then. Um, however, the sorceress in Spyro 3, I had a nightmare involving her. <laughs> she absolutely terrified me as a kid. Even more so than... Well, I, mean, I used to watch Shaman's Showdown and... I had a nightmare of We Are as a Human. That was a good show, and I lo <laughs> loved Wooya. She was brilliant. <laughs> she was a terrifying human, but... Oh, yeah, absolutely terrifying. Oh, my God. That was... The sorceress was worse. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but the most recent scare that's actually topped the sorceress was in a multiplayer game. A little game known as Minecraft. Um... Not the usual jump scares that you'd expect from, say, creepers exploding, skeletons shooting you from nowhere. Um, I play a lot of minigames, and most often I play Murder Mystery. Um, I had, like, three close calls in one round with the murderer, and I don't know how I lived, let alone one. <laughs> I ran through the knife twice, it was that close, and my heart was racing by the end of it. And both Andy and Kippy were watching it live as it happened as well. Mm -hmm. I really wish I had a heart rate monitor, because that would have been through the roof. <laughs> you're, just, you're just immune to knives, that's it. You're just like, stab, Aha, I'm not affected. Well, I mean, she is the one with the knife. In fact, she even has, in fact, one of her emotes is literally her holding a knife. There you go. <laughs> mm. Nah, nah, I'm, I'm a crewmate, promise. Uh-huh. <laughs> what does that, that, that email code say? It says, imposter. Salem's imposter. But yeah, yeah, that's how, yep. spell, that's how you spell crewmate. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, sure. yeah, okay. Yeah, no, okay. we believe you. I so, okay, okay, so uh, you're the you're the third imposter, got it. Um so very close second when it comes to the scares on multiplayer games. This one here is a culprit. <laughs> Which one? There's three of us. Uh Among Us, Kippy, first time cast him as an imposter. He only goes and stabs me in the back when I trusted him completely. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you, you can never trust that. Even if it's your own partner, you can't trust anyone in Among Us. No, you can't. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the I mean, I could go over and you know and stab James in the back. You know, I mean, granted, I mean, <laughs> I mean granted, you not playing Among Us. Yeah, I was about to say you need to play Among Us first, though, buddy. Yeah, but I mean, we've we've done it before. We 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 stabbed each other in the back before Among Us was cool. Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. I'm, I'm generally surprised no one has made a horror version of Among Us. There's a um, VR version yes. of a, of Among Us. If you go to VR chat, there's someone's made like a full game where if you have a VR headset, you can play Among Us. Oh fuck! I am playing oh that. Oh my god! 
So I'd I'll, like, I'll I mean, you can play it in this. a you can play it in desktop mode, but it's like, oh man, just to play VR Among Us <laughs> would just be amazing. Yeah, play it oh, first that, person view. Oh that would be that would be freaky. That'd be terrifying. <laughs> imagine, just, imagine, just, imagine just watching yourself die. In there. That would be, that would Apparently, be... you just you you just get kicked out of the ship. You you literally you, if you get voted out, you're just like boing, and then you just fly in. You just fly out into space. I'm like, oh, that's. Funny. Oh my god, I want to see this so much. <laughs> imagine just flying through the air in VR, going space. <laughs> I just see this. It's like, okay, like blues imposter, vote him out. It's like, fine, vote me out. That means I'm going to one place that isn't corrupted by capitalism. Please be voted out. Space. <laughs> <laughs> Surely with that, surely with a VR of Among Us and horror modes, that would be great if when you get voted out, you actually get, there's actually a, a video of you get chucked out into the, um, like, airlock. It just shuts, and you're just all around, just, and then you hear the alarms going off, and then you just, the doors open, you just see yourself fly out. Yes, I mean, please. If you had that in VR, <laughs> Jesus Christ, that would be a trip. That would be terrifying. <laughs> Man, I mean, like you, I mean, I played what game was it? It was super hot VR, and there was like one time where it said look down, and you look down, and you free fall. Jesus Christ, my legs turned to jelly because it's just like you look up, you're like, oh! it's true, you get that feeling because you're like, you think you're falling, and you're like, oh! it's really, really terrifying, even though you're just standing still on like solid ground, like you have a VR headset on, you look down, you're falling, you're like, oh my god. What's like, the, you feel like you're falling. What's the VR? There's a VR one I remember watching, and it's uh, essentially you go into a lift. It takes you all the way up to the top of a building, and all there is is just a plank of uh, no floor, just a plank of wood in front of you, with a cake at the end. And you sort of have to walk across to get the cake. But you know, you just look down, you just see you're like t like three, three like five hundred feet up. You're like shit. Don't fall! Don't fall! Don't fall! I know I'm in VR, but don't fall! I must get the cake. I yeah. want the cake. The cake's important! <laughs> that oh, sounds cool. That really does. Yeah. Oh, I'm alright. Well, I think I think we've uh, we got through. I think it's time to do our conclusions, I think, now, isn't it, Mr. James? Well, I haven't done mine yet, but yeah, That's if you want to. say James hasn't done this. <laughs> Oh, I see. That's I see, Eddie. You want to move on, do you? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> no, James. Fuck Andy, you. Andy, I don't care about Andy, you. Andy, Andy, exactly. Andy just and like, now, this is something completely different. Yeah. Andy's just like, eh, who's James? Get out. Yeah, who's James? Meh. <laughs> What's James' the scariest oh. moment? It's me. Right, moving on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. Okay, James, what's your scariest gaming moment? Well, now I don't want to say it. Now you've done that. Oh god, here we go. Uh, <laughs> but in the interest, I shall go ahead anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a couple of ones. Yeah, shut up with that. Democracy, yay! Um, the one side, the one, the main one that really scared me was when I was younger. I used to, play, I played a game called Maximo, which is actually where this theme tune's from, and um. There was the bit right at the end where you've defeated the final boss and you thought, yes, it's all over. And you're about to go through and you go into a you go into a room where your well, where your wife is, your queen. And you walk up and you basically give her a hug, and you say it's all over with. And then all of a sudden, the the 
chandelier on top with the candles just start rocking back and forth, back and forth. And then she starts laughing, and I mean, maniacally laughing. You're like, alright, what's going on? And then the next <laughs> thing you know, and next thing you know, she turns into this big fuck off demon spawned from hell. And you're like, holy shit. And you, if that doesn't make it worse, right at the end of this cutscene, she blows out all the candles. And then you get, you just get chucked right into this game. There's no music. All you hear in the background is just the heartbeat. And you just see this, and it's, the whole uh, level itself is completely dark. And all every so often, you'll see lightning strike the window. And you'll just see this monster jumping around, like, going from one side of the room to the other. And then these bright yellow lights just look at you. And you're like, fuck, where are they? Where are they? Where are they? Where is she? Where is she? And then the lightning goes off again. The next thing you know, she's right behind you. She just uh, basically scratches you. And you get lose a lot of life from it. It's like, what? She's like, Jesus Christ, where'd she come from? And you try hitting her. <laughs> and she's bugging off. And then the whole thing just repeats and stuff. And you're like... I don't like this. I don't like this. Where are you? See, see the one thing that <clears throat> when you said like you hug your wife and it's like it's over and then she turns into this demon. I know most people would be like, oh my God. <laughs> but some people would be like, jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> no, some, people, some people would just look at that and just go, mm, that's hot. Yeah, that, that's hot. Because <laughs> there's some filthy so-and-so is in this world tell me about it oh yeah that's <laughs> uh yeah that was definitely one of it because it terrified me when i was a kid just basically swinging my sword and hoping for the best and nine times out of ten i just get killed from her and it's just really freaked me out but a more recent one was actually subnautica the very oh, okay. first yeah, yeah. the very first time i saw a reaper leviathan and i basically for those of you who've never played the game before you're essentially on this um Subnautica is essentially you're on this underwater, you're on this planet just full of water, and your job is to try and escape the planet by basically collecting like Minecraft, but uh, an underwater theme. And you have to go really deep underground to look for equipment to get yourself um, to make up more stuff. And the first time I did it, all I heard was just roar for the background, and I'm in my little submarine, and I'm just searching around, going, "What was that?" <laughs> And because it's dark around, because it's night time as well, so I can't see shit. I'm like, okay, uh, maybe maybe it's just my imagination. Maybe I just heard that, something else. And as I drove down, all I heard was, I forget, oh shit, oh shit, there was something there now, there was something there. Again, it's dark, I can't see anything. And then, as I'm just jumping along even a bit more, I'm thinking, okay, careful. And then I just hear this massive roar. And I mean, it sounds like it's fine next to my ear. And I'm, I'm, I'm terrified at this point. I'm like, what the hell was that? Before you even get to react, this monster has grabbed hold of my submarine and is shaking it all over the place. Oh and the monster's God. face, the monster's face is right where you can see the um, the screen. And he just, um, he then just uh, screams again, roars. And you're like, fuck, give me up, give me up, give me up, give me up. He finally lets go of you. And then you try and run away, but he's fucking quick. He grabs you again and then just shakes you about. And by this time, my health is really, really low. I take one more hit. That's it. I'm dead. And I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. I am trying to get the hell out of there so quickly. And then all of a sudden, I hit this roar again. I'm like, no, please, no, no, no. Yep. 
Fine, gets me again for the third time, crushes my submarine. And then he just starts swimming away, and I'm fucking trying to go as high as I can to get to the surface. I was like, please don't eat me, please don't eat me, please don't eat me, please don't eat me! For about 20 minutes, that's all I'm thinking. For about 5 minutes or so, that's all I'm thinking is please don't eat me, as I'm trying to get as fast as I can to the surface. And I made it at long last. I made it, luckily, and uh, luckily the monster doesn't come within, if you're a certain dis uh, depth. I got there, I swam all the way back, and I avoided going there for the rest of the time I played that game. There was something important oh, down there as well, but I outright <coughs> refused to go back, <laughs> because I know... Well, it sounds like you had fun with that sardine can. Excuse me, my Steve buff came well. <laughs> My Steve Bob was perfect, but that monster destroyed it. You just, you just, you just need, you just need another, you just need a more reliable one, pretty much, James. I think the Cyclops has still got attacked. But at that time, I was aware oh, of what yeah. he was doing, so I actually got my, um, I got my Cyclops, and I finally got myself a little stasis gun. I shot it, and it basically, it basically kept it in place. I was like, right. Knife time! This is for all the times you've scared the crap out of me! <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then it wore off and, he, and then he ate me. So, you know. No, he ate you. No. Yeah. Oh, dear. We should we should bring the Leviathan on to stream and ask how you taste it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you just imagine it just sitting there going... <laughs> Excuse me, terribly sorry about that. Mm, yes, uh, I believe he was a wee bit too fatty. Maybe a bit too <laughs> chewy for my tastes. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. We'll make sure to get get you another, like, su <laughs> survivor in, in the next uh, few days. Yes, we'll make sure, ah, we'll make sure he's for the... Nice we'll make sure he's got barbecue sauce inside him as well. <laughs> we'll do, sir. We'll do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that Just was... Imagine, a... like, the freaking Leviathan with, like, a posh Excuse me, I have a little bit of a complaint for the latest. <laughs> 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 so expect a lot of random stuff from me tonight. From all of yeah. us. Expect a lot of random of stuff us. from all of us. Pretty much. Pretty much. I can imagine that. Yeah. I think I'm... I like to return this human. I like to return this human from this very boutique. Oh, yes, yeah, here. What's wrong with him? I'll tell you what's wrong with him, my lad. It's crap, that's what's wrong with him. It's not juicy, yeah. it's not minty. Look, look at the bones of that! It's tiny! I can use it as a toothpick. No, you know what's wrong with him? He's dead. No, he's just resting. <laughs> he's resting he's having... his eyes. He's pining for the fjords! He's having a nap. A very, very long nap. The only reason he's standing on the perch is because he nailed his feet to the floor. <laughs> Oh, if I didn't do that, he would have vooned out of the stretch. Look, my lad, this, this, this Leviathan would have, this human would have boom if I stuck 20,000 bolts up its ass. I love the fact that, Salem, you and me are basically quoting something that we know and we love. We've got Andy and Kippy going, the fuck are they talking about? 24,000 bolts up its ass? Pretty, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm just drinking my orange juice while you're talking. <laughs> 24,000 votes of his ass. What the hell is James into? Uh, one of the greatest comedy sketches of all time. Gotta Absolutely. Absolutely. Ah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. Now. Are we, are we, now. Now. Conclusion. 
Now we may do a conclusion, Andy. Okay, okay, good stuff. <laughs> so let's start off, well, with me, because I started. So, yeah, scariest gaming moment has to be Super Mario 64 growing up as a kid. Bowser scared the crap out of me, had to hide under the covers, had to get a friend to beat him for me in order for me to progress to the next <laughs> level. As I grew up, I'm like, why was I scared of him? I was such a wuss. Uh, but yeah, that was a thing. And Outlast, an Outlast whistleblower. <laughs> Terrifying game. Very, very all kinds of weird. But very fun. I'd highly recommend it if you want to have like a, a good spook, in a way. A good spook. Uh, let's go to Kippy. Yep, scariest moment for me was uh, <clears throat> just Resident Evil 4 chain in Chainsaw Dudes. Um, what was it? The Parasites, get them all away from me. It's a good game, but get those all away from me. Please, die. <laughs> and, then as, and, then, and then as a bonus, the piano from Mario 64. Alright. <laughs> See, I had Bowser, Kippy had the piano. So there you go. <laughs> that game is officially creepy for all kids that play it. I just, I, and now, and now I just cringe whenever I see a piano. It's like, Ugh, don't eat me. <laughs> oh, look, look at that lovely piano. Oh god, oh god, oh god. Oh god, that's Max! Don't eat me, please. <laughs> Salem. Well, Spyro eating trees, both in Spyro's 1 and 2, and the Sorceress in Spyro 3, but they have all been topped by Minecraft and actual people playing it. <laughs> Well, I mean, people just playing games in general scare the crap out of me. <laughs> Especially in multiplayer, like GTA Online. Yup. But me seeing a sword in your face in first-person view is pretty horrifying, especially when you see it twice. Yeah, that's a wee bit. Imagine that in VR, holy crud. <laughs> oh, God. Please, no. <laughs> At least not to me. To Andy, sure. Oh, wow. <laughs> I guess I imagine. I guess I'm... Sorry, go sorry, ahead, Joe, mate. Guys... No, go ahead, I was mate. gonna say, and that's the end of the conclusions, guys. It's on to the music. Oh wait, sorry, James. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny bastard, aren't you? I am. Yes, I try. Yes, you're a funny bastard. There you go, go rim shopping. I enjoy. <laughs> and uh, so, Beautiful. my uh, so my one is the final boss level on Maximo, Ghost of Glory, and the Reaper Leviathan from Subnautica. Both absolutely terrified me. And they are both who, both of those incidents, I'm going to have to consult a therapist to finally get over. <laughs> eventually, uh, yeah, anyway. Eventually, eventually. We'll get there when we get there. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> okay, then. So, that is the end of the first bit. I hope you guys are thoroughly enjoying yourselves. And uh, we're going to move on now to our very first music choices of the night. And those music choices is, of course, by... The Mr. British Andy. So, Andy, what's our first music choice? Yes, uh, we've got a couple of games, uh, <clears throat> very uh, classical games, actually. We started things off with a song from the uh, a PS1 horror game by the name of 40 Winks. I don't know if any of you guys might remember that game back in the day, uh, but enjoy the tune from there. And then we got a, a game from the Nintendo Entertainment System, but it's from a very well-known movie franchise, Friday the 13th. That sounds fantastic. So I hope you guys can uh, uh, keep... Fuck it out. That's pretty hard, didn't I? <laughs> well... <laughs> Yay! Well done, James. <clears throat> Take two. Well, again, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys can enjoy uh, what you're listening to and join us for the next batch. But right now, we're going to start things off with Splash Bash City. 
Fun 14 Wigs, and you're listening in to the Tally Ho Show with me, James. And me, Andy. And our special guest stars, Kippy and Salem. Yee. Hello. And enjoy. We shall be back. <laughs> enjoy. We'll be right back after this. There are three things you can do to obtain a happy, healthy life. Eat your five fruit and veg a day, explore the world, and listen to the Tally Ho Show podcast with Andy and James. The first two are optional.
You're listening to the Tally Ho Show with Andy and James. And now, ladies and gents, come closer, gather round, and I'll tell you an epic tale of a seafaring British man filled with poor judgment, utter lunacy, and unbearable levels of cockiness. And that's just when he's making a decision. Welcome to James's Great Adventure. Fever, and then from 40 weeks, splish, splash, I was taking a bath, sissy. So yes, hope you enjoyed those. <laughs> so yeah, now it's time for uh, for James's Great Adventure. Pretty much uh, what we uh, have is for this little segment, uh, I have an adventure book. James also has an adventure book for my adventure, but this is James's turn now. Uh, and pretty much we go through the book where we, you know, James is having an adventure. Last time he was... Uh, James Snow, the bastard of the galaxy. And I was now, a, I was a right bastard. I'll have you no good sir. You're a right old bastard, you are. You were. But now, <laughs> now he is not James Snow, the bastard of the galaxy. He is now James, <laughs> as we discussed before we started the show. Yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> there you go. Um, so yeah, this is this is what we're going to be doing. Uh, as you see, James' great adventure. As you see on your screen, if you're listening, if you're watching this live on the show on the stream. You see this, You've got enemy roles, James's roles, all of that fun stuff. Because this adventure book, as the same what uh, James had with my adventure book, is made by um, some really absolute legends. The one that I've got, James's new adventure, is called Death Trap Dungeon by Ian Livingstone. So thank you to Ian Livingstone for making these amazing books. Um, and there's some battle sequences as well. So, you know, you've got the enemy role and James's role, depending on like who has the higher dice role, does the attack, and so on and so forth. So James could survive, or James might die. Who the hell knows? It just... just well, we can see when we go in this adventure book. We are about to find out indeed. Yes, yes. And because we have two guests on, we have Kippy and Salem. So, you know, every time we always have a guest on the show, uh, there's always, like, a special power. The guest always brings a special power for the protagonist. So for this, we, we, we've we got a bit of a yin and yang type, type power for both of these, for both our guests. Kippy has the power of double damage. So, and this is a bit of, both of them can be a bittersweet situation. So if Kippy goes when we're in a fight going, ha, huh, I want to use my power uh, to, um, you know, I want to use my power for this fight. <clears throat> Depending on who has the higher role, James or the enemy, uh, the winning the winning person with the highest role will inflict double damage on their opponent. So if James might get a high roll, inflict double damage on the enemy, good stuff. Or the enemy might get the higher roll, inflict double damage on James, not a good time. So pretty much, you got to, James has got to hope that he gets a higher, higher dose roll. But Salem could come in at one point, maybe on the same fight or on another fight, who knows, um, and might go, I want to inflict half damage. Um, you know, Salem has the power to, you know, um, cut the power, cut the damage by half. So 
it's a case of like James might want to have a low roll on that because the enemy might want to inflict half damage on James. Not a problem. That's all fine. But if James gets a high roll and he and he has like say the final blow to defeat the enemy, but he has a high roll and has to inflict half damage, the enemy might still be alive. So it's a case of like, uh, you know, hope you get a high roll if you got double damage, or hope you don't get a high roll when you have half damage because you know. But, it's, a, it's a case of keeping your fingers crossed. Yeah, but also they don't have to just stick around for the actual journey itself because they can actually guide me on where they want to go. So it could be a case of Kippy, both Kippy and Salem might tell me to go in one direction and I might want to go in the other direction. So it'll be depending on where we want to go because they might think, you know what, go down there and die. Go on, James, you know you want to. Yeah. <laughs> it's completely up to what Kippy and Salem do. Which means my fate is potentially in their hands, which is already you trust us. Which is already terrifying, isn't it? Well, you can trust Kippy. Or you say that, but you never know. We'll have to see, won't we? To wait and see. So, James, are you ready? I am ready for my great adventure. All right. Well, we have a bit of a background, so let's go through the background story. As James jumps in and descends into the Death Trap dungeon. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Despite its name, Fang was an ordinary small town in the northern province of Chiang Mai. Situated on the banks of the River Kok, it made the com a convenient stop port. Uh, stop <laughs> Sorry, the River what? <laughs> Cook, 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 cook. Oh my god. Oh my god. Ah, five, two sentences into this, and I'm already looking forward to it. Yes, drown me in the river cock. I was hoping no one was going, because I was going to be like, cook, 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 cook. I tried to resist laughing, but I could Oh no, I saw that and I thought, fuck it, I'll go for it. I'm going to say K-O-K -K on this. K-O-K. K-O-K. Jesus Christ. You filthy I'll just say it. I'll just see it. Yeah, well, let's go to the River Cock, everyone. I remember a cock, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Jesus Christ. By going on YouTube, this is where we're demonetized so much by now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Alright. Alright, it made a convenient stopover for river traders and passengers throughout most of the year. Cops they are. Um, a, few, a few barges, rafts, and sometimes an even larger cock. <laughs> anyway, larger sailboat. So many I'm chickens. Gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, exactly. It's a la large rooster coming in right now. Oh my god. Even a large sailboat could usually be found moored at Fang. But all that was long ago, before the creation of the Trial of Champions. Now, once a year, the river is crammed with boats as people arrive from hundreds of miles, hoping to witness the breaking of uh, breaking of an ancient tradition in Fang and see a victor in the Trial of Champions. Woo! On the 1st of May each year, warriors and heroes come to Fang to face the test of their lives. Survival is unlikely, yet many take the risk, for the prize is great, a purse of 10,000 gold pieces and the freedom of Chiang Mai forever. However, to become champion is no easy task. Some years ago, a powerful baron of Fang called Sukumvit uh, decided to bring attention to his city by creating the ultimate contest. With the help of the townspeople, he constructed a labyrinth deep in the hillside behind Fang, from which there was only one exit. The labyrinth was filled with all kinds of deadly tricks and traps and loathsome monsters. Sukumvit had designed it uh, had designed it 
in uh, meticulous detail so that anybody hoping to face its challenge would have to use their wits as well as, well as weapon skill. That'd be fun, he was fine. He, yeah, you're pretty, well, pretty much in a nutshell, James. When, when he was finally satisfied that all was complete, he put his labyrinth to the test. He picked ten of his finest guards, and, fully armed, they marched into the labyrinth. They were never seen again. The te- <gasps> dun, dun, dun. The tale of the ill-fated guards soon spread throughout the land, and it was then that Sukhumvit announced the first trial of champions. Messengers and new sheets carried his challenge. 10,000 gold pieces, and the freedom of Chiang Mai forever to any person surviving the perils of the labyrinth of Fang. The first year, 17 brave warriors attempted the walk, as it later came to be known. No one reappeared. As the years passed and the Troll of Champions continued, it attracted more and more challenges and spectators. Fang prospered and would prepare itself months in advance with the spectacle it hosted each month. So pretty much, you know, the, the, the deaths of all these great warriors is, is a beneficial for this town. So it's become a big tourist attraction. Yay! Let's go and see people get slaughtered in the labyrinth that we can't yeah. actually see. Totally doesn't sound Greek at all. Oh, it's fight number one here. Absolutely not. Absolutely not Greek at all in the fight in the slightest. Fang prospered and would prepare itself months in advance to host the spectacle hosted each month. The town would be decorated, tents erected, dining halls built, Musicians, dancers, fire eaters, illusionists, and every sort of entertainer hired, and entries registered from hopeful individuals intent of making the walk. But would the, the tents be... be erected on the River Cock? It's always erected on the River Cock. I think it is. Why are we calling this the trick or treat? We ran out of treat show. Just be, it should just be called the cock show. The river cock show. <laughs> the river of cock. Well, I think I know what our, our last episode, our episode 19 is going to be. The river of cock show. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's going to go horribly wrong, and I'm looking forward to it. It's going to go horribly wrong, but you know what? Sod it. <laughs> just bring in a lot of chicken clucks, and you'll be fine. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Always be protection. Uh, let's see. The last week of April found the people of Fang and its visitors in wild celebration. Everybody sang, drank, danced, and laughed throughout the day broke on 1st of May. When the town fr- uh, thrown to the gates of the labyrinth to watch the first challenger of the year step forward to face the trial of champions. Having seen one of Sukumit's challenges nailed to a tree, you decided that this year you will attempt the walk. For the last five years, you have been attracted to it. Not for the rewards, but for the simple fact that nobody has ever yet emerged victorious from the labyrinth. But no, why would I think that? The reward. Why would I be thinking no, that? I see someone nailed. That. If I see someone nailed up, my first thought is not going to be, you know what? I actually fancy that. I mean, case I'm, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna fuck off. You know, you guys are alright here. <laughs> <laughs> that's your other wow. side of your brain thinking. That's, that's the other side of your brain thinking. <laughs> that's a but who hard cares about that side of the brain. Why use a brain? Uh... And, and then yeah. your hardcore supporters come up and push you in anyway. Ah, you yeah. bastards! I knew you were going to betray me! Not meant for rewards. Um, yeah, to attach it. Not for the rewards, for simple fact, nobody has clenched uh, victorious for the labyrinth. You tend to make it. You tend to make the, this the year in which a champion is crowned. Gathering up a few belongings, you set off immediately. Two days' walk takes you to, uh, west to the coast, where you enter the cursed port Black Sand. Wasting no time in that city of thieves, you buy your passage. You buy your passage on a small boat sailing north to where the river Cock meets the sea. <laughs> <laughs> from there, 
And from there, I'm stopping you right there. From there, you raft up river for four days until you finally arrive in Fang. The trial begins in three days' time, and the town is in an almost hysterical mood of excitement. You register your entry with the officials and are given a, 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 a violet, a violet scarf, to tie around your arm, informing everyone of your status. For three days, you enjoy Fang's greatest hospitality and are treated like a demigod. During the long uh, merriment, you almost forgot forget your purpose in Fang because you're having too much fun. <laughs> well, I am being treated like a demigod, so of course I'm, like, I'm going to forget. <laughs> yeah, you're like, wait! I'm, I'm your god! I'm your god! <laughs> I'm your god, oh, let's shit. have a raid! <laughs> yeah. Going out, getting smashed, mate! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going hey, out, drinking, having a good soon. time, and at the end, I'm going to get a kebab. <laughs> <laughs> oh, surely it'll be, I'm going to get a drink, going to enjoy it, and then at the end, I'm going to be fucking stabbed. Yeah, well, that, that, that well. Well, yep. well, whatever happens, you still have a good time. Yeah, it's a good way to go out. Uh, yeah, dur during the long merriment, uh, you almost forget your purpose in Fang, but, in, but the evening before the trial, the magnitude of the task ahead begins to dominate your thoughts. Later, you are taken to a special guest house and shown to your room. There is a splendid four-poster bed with uh, satin sheets to help you rest, but there is little time left to sleep. Just before, just before dawn, a trumpet calls, awakens you. Yeah, uh, from more, vivid dreams of flaming pits. Nah, not five more minutes. Not when you're doing the trial of champions. Champions don't need five more minutes. No, they need ten. Very true. <laughs> just before dawn, oh, uh, just you. before dawn, the Yes, call awakens you from vivid dreams of flaming pits and giant black spiders. Minutes later, there is a knock on your door and a man's voice rings out, saying, "Your challenge begins soon." Please be ready to leave in 10 minutes. You have 10 minutes to sleep, so hurry up. Wait, go, go on 10 minutes. I'm happy. I'm ready you for go, it you, now. You got, ready. You got ten, ready. There you go. You got 10 minutes. All, all is good. All is good. You climb out of bed. Walk over to the, win, uh, to the window and to the wall. <laughs> and the sweat dropping down your... Anyway. Um, a window and open the shutters. If you know that song, good job. Uh, already people are... Uh, um, thronging the streets, moving quietly throughout the morning mist. Spectators on their way to the labyrinth, no doubt. Open to find good vantage points from which to watch the competitors. You turn away and walk over to a wooden table on which your trusty sword lies. You pick it up and cut the air with a mighty sweep, wondering what beasts at sharp edge may soon have to meet. Then you open the door into the corridor. A small man with slanted eyes greets you with a low, low bow as you emerge from your bedroom. Please follow me. He says, he turns to his left and walks quickly towards the stairs at the end of the corridor. Leaving your guest house, he darts down narrow, uh, narrow alleyways between houses, and you have to walk quickly to keep up with him. Soon you come into a wide dirt road lined with cheering crowds. When you see your violet scarf, they cheer even louder and start showing, showering you with flowers. The long, the long shadows cast by the people in front of you shrink as the bright yellow sun rises ahead, higher in the morning sky. Standing there in front of the noisy and vibrant crowd, you feel strangely alone, aware of your coming ideal ordeal. Suddenly, you feel a tug on your shirt and you and see your small guide eagerly beckoning, beckoning you to follow him. Ahead, you see the looming hillside and the dark mouth of, the, of a tunnel disappearing into the, its inner depths. As you get closer, you notice two great stone pillars on either side of the tunnel entrance. The pillars are covered with ornate carvings, withering serpents, demons, uh, deities, each seeming to scream a silent warning to those who would pass beyond them. 
you see Baron Sukumbit himself standing by the entrance, waiting to greet the contenders in the Trial of Champions. You count five others standing proudly in line, their violet scarves displaying for all to see. There are two bare-chested barbarians dressed in furs. They stand completely motionless, legs straight and slightly apart. Arms thrust forward to rest uh, to the rest of the hilts of their long, double-headed battle axes. A sleek elven woman with golden hair and uh, feline uh, feline green eyes is adjusting the crossbelt of daggers wrapped around her leather tunic. Of the two remaining men, one is covered from head to toe in iron plate armor with a plum helmet and a crested shield. The other is cloaked in black robes, only his dark eyes showing between the swells of his black-faced scarves. Uh, long knives, a wire, a garret, and other silent death weapons hang from his belt. Five contenders acknowledge your arrival with almost imper imperceptible nods of, of the head, and you turn to face the um, exultant crowd from the, for the last time. Suddenly, a hush falls over the crowd as Baron Sukovet steps forward holding six bamboo sticks. You draw one of his outstretched hand. You draw one from his outstretched hand and read the word "fifth." And the trial begins. The knight is first. He salutes the crowd before disappearing into the tunnel, and is followed half an hour later by the elf. Next goes a barbarian, then the dark assassin. Now it is your turn to salute the crowd, holding a violet scarf aloft. You take one final deep breath to call of uh, deep breath of cool, fresh air before turning to pass between the stone pillared gateway into superfluous corridors of power to face unknown perils of the warp. Through your mighty, uh, through your mighty barons, death, through the mighty barons, death trap dungeon. And as your he walks away, awaits. and as he walks past, he's he turns to the crowd, waves at them, and says the magical words. I immediately regret the decision. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, but you have to go. Your adventure awaits. May your stamina never fail. Oh, so do I have actually? And meanwhile, me second in, five. it's like he's gonna die soon. <laughs> He's yeah. not prepared. I got money on him. <laughs> I got money on him being the first one to die. Yeah, as as you were going by the sea and going on to the River Cox, and you notice where you're going, James's first thought was, "I knew I should have taken that first right in Albert Quakey." <laughs> <laughs> That's the last time I get directed from a blind man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, here we go. The clamour of the excited spectators gradually fades behind you as you venture deep into the gloom of the cavern tunnel. Large crystals hang from the tunnel roof at 20 meter intervals, radiating a soft light, just enough for you to see your way. As your eyes gradually become accustomed to the near darkness, you begin to see movement all around. Spiders and beetles crawling up and down the, um, the Cheshire walls disappear quickly into cracks and uh, crevices as they sense your approach. Rats and mice scurry along the floor ahead of you, Droplets of water drift into small pools with an eerie plopping sound which echoes down the tunnel. Plop. The air is cold, moist, and dank. Plop. After walking slowly along the tunnel for about five minutes, you arrive at a stone ta uh, table standing against the wall to your left. On it, there are six boxes, one of which has your name painted on its lid. If you wish to open the box, or do you prefer to continue walking north? Okay, so... Buy the box with my name on it. Six of them. Uh... Mm. I want to open it, but I guarantee you it's going to be like one the box from Dark Souls. It's going to go, oh, that's me dead. Uh, I mean, the box beckons me going, James. <laughs> <laughs> Salem, you're not hoping uh, matters here. James, run. Oh, James. James. <laughs> 
What do you want to do, James? Do you want to open the box or do you just want to keep going? You know what? Let's open the box. Let's see what happens here. <laughs> open the box? Speaking of which, how much stamina okay. do I have for this mission? Well, you have five health, so we'll count that as your stamina. Stamina slash health. Cool. Alright, here we go. The lid of the box lifts off, lifts off easily. Inside, you find two gold pieces. Woo! And a note written on a small piece of parchment addressed to you. After placing the gold in your pocket, you read the message, which says, Well done. At least you have the sense to stop and take advantage of, a, of the token aid given to you. <laughs> now, I can now I can advise you that you will need to find and use several items if you hope to pass triumphantly throughout my death trap dungeon. Signed, Sukhumvit. Memorizing the advice on the note, you tear it into tiny pieces and continue north along the tunnel. All right. So now you've got to go. Start. I've got to go to page 60. Page 66. Here we go. Number 60. Here we go. After walking, <laughs> after walking down the tunnel for a few minutes, you come to a junction. A white arrow painted on one wall points west. On the floor, you can see wet footprints made by those who entered before you. It is hard to be sure, but it looks as though three of them followed the direction of the arrow, while one decided to go east. Do you wish to go west, or do you wish to go east? Hmm. What were you thinking? Hmm. I think we should go down the one that doesn't have more people going down. I think that was west. Was that east, was it? Yeah, the one without the arrow is east. Hmm. Well, actually, we've got a little help already for the uh, thing. Maybe that's the first trial. I think, you know what, I think we should follow the arrow. Yeah? Yeah. What about you, Kippy Salem? Well, you're idea, heading you down the path of the Wicked Witch of the West, so... Yeah, fuck it, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you should go down that path. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, let's west go. It is. Let's go. Going west. Just make sure you don't have any oh. ruby slippers on you. <laughs> I wear slippers though. <laughs> <laughs> I wear slippers though. Uh, here we go. Alright. Following the three sets of wet footprints along the west passage of the tunnel, you soon arrive at a junction. If you wish to continue with us, uh, do you wish continuing west and follow the two sets of footprints? Or do you uh, prefer to head north, following a third set of footprints? Hmm. So you can either keep going west or go north. I think this time go north. I go north? You want to change it? I think we're going the right direction. I think we go north this time. Changing the direction, are you? Okay. Yeah. Alrighty, here we go. Hit the trap. Poof. Yep, <laughs> so you want to head north. Okay. <laughs> ahead, ahead you... Uh, ahead, you hear the thud of heavy footsteps approaching. Oh. Out of the gloom steps a large, primitive being dressed in animal hide and carrying a stone club. On okay. seeing you, he grunts and spits on the floor, and raises his club and lumbers on towards you, looking anything but friendly. You draw your sword and prepare to fight the caveman! It's a battle! Fight. It's a battle! Da, 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 da. I was about right. to say hi, Gaston. <laughs> no one hits like Gaston. No one throws like Gaston. Now I'm trying to remember because I see in this book it has skills and stamina. So I'm guessing when you did the, was it the same with my adventure book? There was yeah. always a skill and a stamina. But yeah. You, you only cared, you only cared about the stamina and just who gets the highest rolls, right? Yeah, that's pretty much it, mate. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that's what we're going to do. So, uh, yeah, this person, this enemy has five stamina, five health. Oh. Uh, seven stamina, seven stamina, seven health. So, 
This is where this is where the the fight begins, guys. Oh, just... Huzzah! We've made it to this part, and um, I'm yeah. ready for this. So, so this is when we're gonna be rolling. We're gonna roll. So what do we do? Like enemy roll first, and then Jay, and then your roll. Let's do the enemy roll first. All right, all right. Um, so again, Ki uh, Kippy and Salem at any time, either this fight or maybe the next fight. This is where you could be like, I want to use my power. So <laughs> bear in mind that this enemy does have more health than James. So <laughs> true. Uh, it's not going well. Okay, so come on, lucky mm. dice. Come on, lucky dice. Oh crap, nine. <laughs> oh, no right, come okay. on, come on, come on, James. Mm. That's a six. Oh, a six. Right, well, that's one health down to you. All right, let's do this. Come Are you on. actually gonna die already at the beginning? Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> no fair, we'll die already. <laughs> six. Mm -hmm. Right, you got a six. Will James get a higher than a six? Eleven. I oh no oh, no no okay. no! You can't you can't you can't I'm, you can't do that. Gonna... Only one at a time. Oh, you, okay. You gotta do it at the beginning you... of each roll. You have to do it before. Okay. All right. Yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna use it for the next roll? Uh yeah. Why not? Okay. Okay. So so the enemy has six. James has uh, four. So so pretty much just give you like three and a half, or the enemy gets. Five and a half. So let's see what happens. Uh, six. Come on, get right. lower one. Get lower one. <laughs> oh, damn it, seven. <laughs> oh, that's five and a half for the enemy. Okay. You're welcome. Thanks. Five Thanks, and Adam. a half for the animar. All right. All right, Here we go. Let's do this. Come on. Oh, high nine. Come on, me! Come on, me! Ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> that is free health for James. Five and a half versus free health. Ooh. All right, James. You know what? I'll throw you a bone. Oh, Got seven. Now here's the thing. Here's the thing. Will James get a higher roll than seven? You better seven, roll six. high. You, 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 everyone. I've got to wait and see because we're going for a cliffhanger. No! Oh, no! no! I wanted to do that dun, just before dun, you do it. I'm like, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna see if he can get that double, because then that would mean he would have three and a half. So, better roll high. So we will do that for the next part of James's Great Adventure. <laughs> and plus, Ooh. also, I'm look, I'm looking at the time, and I'm like, oh god, I need to get ready for work. <laughs> so I'm like, oh boy, better do that quick. Better, better do this cliffhanger quick. <laughs> so we'll be back at the end of the show where we'll finish off with the fight and uh, we'll see if James becomes triumphant or not well considering how it's going so far I'm not liking my odds <laughs> not lucky not, not really hoping for your chances right nope not, not even slightly oh my goodness hilarious yeah, but you know what? Believe, no... in the... yeah. believe in the dice believe in the believe in the believe in the heart of dice <laughs> Heart of the dice. <laughs> Children's dice game. The heart of the dice is me, do you mind? Where's the Celtic Guardian, Andy? Yeah, it was the Celtic Guardian dice. <laughs> but yes, it's now time for us to play some more set of music to end off part one of James's brand new great adventure. 
And the music choices that we have this time is from Salem. So Salem, what have, what have you uh, bestowed upon us for this episode? Well, the first choice is inspired by the fact that I've been playing a lot of Crash Bandicoot. It's about time. So I've chosen Crash Bandicoot The Wrath of Cortex, the original Crash 4, with specifically the Wizards and Lizards level, which, funnily enough, is the level 4. And um, then we're going to have a little bit of Muppet Monster Adventure, which is one of my all-time favourite PlayStation 1 games. So we're going to have the main menu theme from that as well. Awesome uh, stuff. So that is what we're going to be having for to, uh, for this music choice from Salem. Sorry, James, you were going to say? Nope, I was, yeah, was going to say fantastic choices. Hey, perfect. <laughs> so be sure to tune in. Uh, keep listening in because, uh, you know, for these songs, you're tuning in to the Tally Ho Show with me, Andy. Me, James. And we have Kippy and Salem as well joining us on the show. And uh, yeah, enjoy these songs and we'll be back. We'll be back in a little bit. You're listening to the Tally Ho Show with Andy and James. You know, you could have spent this time doing something else like learning a new skill, cooking a new dish, or even spending some time with family or friends. But instead, you decided to listen to two random Brits go back and forth about gaming and banner for your entertainment? You have chosen wisely.
Andy and James are trained professionals. Do not attempt anything you hear in the Tally Ho Show by yourself. And welcome back, everyone, to the Tally Ho Show with me, Andy. Me, James. And with our special guests, Kippy and Salem Stowaway. So, yeah, what we had on, that was Salem's Music Choices from Muppet Monster Adventure. That was the main menu feed. And then uh, following on from that, it was Crash Bandicoot, The Wrath of Cortex, Wizards and Lizards, which actually was not a bad Crash Bandicoot game, actually. I really you know? enjoyed this, especially the first one for PS2 as well. Yeah, yeah, like, compared to Spyro Enter the Dragonfly, Crash Bandicoot, Wrath of Cortex was ten times better. It was actually made very well. Yeah, yeah you're understating it. Yeah, so that, that's what we had on for music. So now we've got Salem's topic for uh, for this episode. So Salem, what, what have you brought to us? What have you put on the table for us to discuss for this part of well, I am quite the movie and TV nut on occasion, so I thought, how about we look at movie and TV show tying games? Do they belong on the red carpet, or do they belong on the cutting room floor? All right, all right. That sounds good. So, let's kick things off. Um, with, let's start off with Kippy. Um, so, yeah. Uh, movie TV show tie-in games that you think would be perfect for like you think red carpet or cutting room floor like well, what do you think were like good what do you think were like not so good if if you have played like movie slash TV show games I honestly can't really say that I played many games that are like this I'm afraid okay but has there been like maybe some um, games that you have seen, like movie tie TV show tie-in games that you've seen maybe on like YouTube or people streaming it, you might think like that's pretty good or oh that's horrible. Mm. Oh jeez, I'm trying to. Oh jeez, I'm trying to think. It, 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 it's been a while. Uh, you may want to start with someone else while while I think of this. All right, yeah, no worries, yeah. James. James, what about you? Um, I've been thinking of a few actually that were pretty good. Uh, one that definitely sticks to mind was Lord of Ring. Uh, Lord of Rings uh, Conquest. That definitely deserved on the red carpet, just because I loved, I loved the movie as a whole. The three movies were brilliant, all the way to the end of the Return of the King, and I thoroughly loved like the whole concept of Lord of Rings. But what I loved more was the fact that Conquest was essentially Lord of Rings in stepped onto Star Wars Battlefront Two, and. Star Wars Battlefront 2 is one of the best games I've ever played in my life. Not the new ones, just come out the very old one for the PlayStation 2 area. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. was the best. That was the best Star Wars Battlefront game I've ever played, and I will fight anyone who says otherwise. But <laughs> essentially, essentially, they made a uh, a Lord of Rings version of it, but they made it as Lord of Rings Conquest, and it was spectacular. You went through all the major missions in the um, in the trilogy. And you're basically just fighting off. You're playing those heroes like Aragorn, Frodo, Gandalf. Um, but 
the one thing that sealed it for me was right at the end when you finished it. When you finished it as a whole, you then started the evil side of the campaign. And it took of play. Of course you would like that. It oh, was, of course you would it like was that. brilliant. I loved it because he started off right at the end where Frodo was supposed to destroy the One Ring. But this is when it takes a turn. Instead of Frodo destroying it, he decides to keep it. And then you instantly take control as the Nazgul and the Ring Rapes. And you're basically going into Mount Doom to then basically fight to try and get uh, to kill Frodo. And when you do that, Sauron has his ring back. And then it even it plays off as a sort of alternate reality. But it says, like, um, they knew the, me the, the three men of Middle-earth knew something had gone wrong. And had to flee away back to Minas Tirith. Sauron, now in charge of back with his ring, felt the urge to then push his army forward. There are the three men of Middle-earth will know Sauron's wrath. And that's how it starts. And then you go through, near enough, all the, the complete reverse of the missions you played in, but as in the, um, but as members of the Orc army, Sauron's army. And I love that so much. I even go, I even keep watching the, um, I like going back and watching the YouTube clips from it because it's just well laid out. It's brilliant. And it's, um, just disappointed I didn't get to play as much as I should have done. But yeah, that, that sort of thing definitely deserves to be on the red carpet, I think. But okay, interesting, interesting. But for cutting room, f the cutting room floor. Surprisingly, I'd probably say Star Wars Battlefront, the first one, the brand new one. Well, this oh. this era because I despised number Star Star Wars Battlefront so much. Because the, the first one for PS4 and Xbox, right? Yeah. PC. Yeah, the first one in the PS2 era was okay. It was sort of like a nice little stepping stone for um, Battlefront 2 to sort of take the reins. Because every game is supposed to be better. And Star Wars Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront 2 from the PS2 era proved that point. But with this one, I guess I have my standards high for Star Wars Battlefront 2. And then realising Star Wars Battlefront originally didn't have like a story mode it was just massively multiplayer and mm. there were new enough like like four maps of exactly the same and i was just so disappointed because especially with the new star wars films that have just come out it didn't deserve that it deserved to have what star wars battlefront 2 ps2 version had and then you got all the graphics and all the major updates for it and i thought that's what you should have done but they just, it felt like they just went in a completely opposite direction and basically threw it into the ground. And then when Battlefront 2 got announced, I was very, very hesitant of uh, even thinking about buying it because of what happened with number one. That's fair. But do you, do you think maybe Battlefront 2 for the, the next gen Battlefront 2 um, was good? Because they did add the story mode and they added like loads of other features? Yeah. Yes. Or is it? Yeah, yes and no. Yes and no. Yes, I did like the story mode, but it was really predictable, and it kind of got, it kind of lost its luster, it lost its lack. Uh, you know what I mean? It lost its, uh, it lost the plot ages ago, and I just it sort of came predictable, and I just hated it, and it just wasn't enjoying it. And then the multiplayer side, I'm a huge, I'm a huge uh, anti-multiplayer person because I really don't like it. 
Like, <laughs> online especially. But there's some games I'll do it for. Battlefront 2, no. It just didn't work out and I was disappointed with it. But not as much as I was for Battlefront 1. Because Battlefront 1 had a high hopes for when I had Battlefront 2 PS2 era. So mm -hmm. my, high ho my hopes were high for this one. And then it just blew it up to the point where when number two came out, I didn't really have nothing to compare it to because it pretty much was at the bottom of the barrel after one. That's that's fair enough. I personally thought they were not bad, actually. I thought they were pretty fun to play. But that's just me. I just, you know. Yeah, but I... I, I, I enjoyed the online and everything. I know I've not played the story mode in Battlefront 2 yet, but, you know, I played the online. And, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed the online for what it was worth. But, yeah. again, hey... That's that's another thing. We, you know, I agree. I I, I disagree with you, <laughs> and that's why we're that's not friends it. anymore. <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna say that. I was just gonna say it like this is this is the beauty of the show, like where we don't, you know, always agree on everything. So but, absolutely not. You know, hey, hey, if you want to break up, that's fine. Like you know, I'm taking my half of the show. It's not, it's not me. It's it's not me, James. It's you. <laughs> all right, all right. Where would you like the papers filled out? Uh, uh so here, 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 and here, please. <laughs> Alright, you're all set. You're Thank you, I'll it. take the telly, you take the hoe. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's fair, that is, that's understandable though when it comes to that. Yeah. Um, for me, I mean, like, like red carpet, definitely 007 Goldeneye on the N64. Like, oh my yes, god. Yes, yes. One of the, like, and that's the only one, like, 007, like, game for me, because that's, like, the more iconic one. Everything else was, like, eh, close to red carpet, but more the front cutting room floor, like, Die Another Day. Um, uh, there was one game on that. There was, I forget, what was the other 00? Was it Die Another Day, or was it... Um, Tomorrow Never Dies on the PS1. Tomorrow Never Dies on the N64. And like, the one that's not yeah, enough. That's, World's like, yeah, 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 because there was like all the other like Bond games that came out on the N64 that tried to, you know, one up, tried to make make it better than GoldenEye. Like, no, GoldenEye was was the yeah, was the 007 game that you know people still remember playing. Um, Cutting Room Floor definitely I would put in is GoldenEye, the next gen GoldenEye game. Well, they agents. tried to make on. No, no, like they, they made they remade like 007 GoldenEye. On, on the Wii, yeah, on the Wii, PS3, and Xbox 360. Oh, I thought that and was, it was like, I thought that was Rogue Agent. Yeah, yeah, no, they remade it, and it was like, oh, cool, that's great. The one thing they did wrong, yeah, was that they put Daniel Craig in as Bond, uh, not Pierce yeah. Brosnan, not Pierce Brosnan. And I'm like, okay, that's definitely a red flag on that, because it's like, I want Goldeneye, I want Pierce Brosnan Bond. That's all I want. Bring back Piers Brosnan. I want my Brosnan bombs. I want my Brosnan, damn it. <laughs> and it's like, why have you got Daniel Craig? Yes, I know Daniel Craig is like the, the current James Bond. I get that. But you can't just make remake again. Because look, they had they did From Russia with Love, like on the GameCube. Sean Connery was in it. You know, they, they did that. They they brought back Sean Connery for bless that. Bless his soul. Like Bless his soul. Yeah, rest in peace, Sean Connery. Oh. And it's like, you know, and it worked. Can you imagine from Russian with Love, Daniel Craig in that game? No. <laughs> like, so, so why did they do Goldeneye, where they could have brought in Pierce Brosnan? Would have been fine. 
but instead they put Daniel Craig in. That, it just doesn't make sense. So that's why it's kind of like a, it's a cutting room floor for me. Like, I just think, yeah. like, and, and the game's, eh, I, just, eh, I don't know. At least keep it accurate to the movie, for God's sake. Exactly, exactly. So no, that's like... You don't think Daniel Craig could put up the line, for England, James, no for me. No one he, could pull he, 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 No, no one could pull it off. He tried to in the game, but it's kind of just like, nah, nah, I can't feel it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Daniel. I can't feel it. I need he to just draw not believing enough. Exactly. You gotta believe. Exactly. That's <laughs> that, that is exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. So and and also going in for cutting room floor because just the WTF on okay. Another red carpet one I want to say is Rugrats. Remember the Rugrats game on PS4? Oh my god. Yes. Yes, I remember that. I've played four of them. Yeah, like, like, I, like the Rugrats game. Was it Reptiles Revenge or The Search for Reptiles? Search for Reptiles. That's the, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like the the, the, the winning thing you get once you get uh, Reptile was uh, him like, with a top hat dancing. Yes. <laughs> and that's after and Legendary. I must say, I, had to, I was about to bring up Search for Reptiles as it happens. Um, <laughs> I want to bring up, there is a cameo that appeared in his own game, The Goose. Oh, wow. <laughs> the Goose? <laughs> the Goose. The, the Goose that terrorised Chucky and stole Grandpa's teeth. Oh, yeah. oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Not The Goose, anything but The Goose. <laughs> Do you think he, do you think he grew up? Do you think after he left Rugrats, he actually went into Untitled <laughs> Goose Game? Yeah, and you couldn't find any He's probably any scared of Untitled Goose Game. Chucky would be. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 I'm not playing that. <laughs> PTSD for Untitled Goose Game. Exactly, exactly that. So yeah, I would say like Rugrats. The Rugrats games would be a red carpet. And another one for Cutting Room Floor. Uh, Salem and James will know of this. Little Britain, the game. Oh I've not, Jesus! I'm not, I've, I've not played it, but I've seen YouTube videos, and I'm just like, nope, not. I would like, you know, you would have to, you would have to, you would have to literally troll me, to, or select <laughs> that game for a special event for me uh, to actually play. Okay, it. well, in that case, play it well, that case, ladies and gentlemen, if whoever gets Andy's subscription um, subscriber of the month, I guess the pick the game, please, 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 please. Do I have to change it. my mind now? No, you've already said <laughs> playing that and not playing that. All right. <laughs> unless I win it again. Unless we choose, yeah. Unless yeah, we win I mean, it. I mean, you've won it a lot at this point. Yeah, I might have to take a break. <laughs> Pass it on to me. I've not won it once. Oh, what a shame! <laughs> is that one? Is that why you don't add me to it, Andy? Oh, I accidentally forgot. That was the case, so I am not yeah, risking it. You have to be in the stream on the dime when I do it. Uh, to be fair, every single choice I made has not been a bad game. No, it's uh, surprisingly, it's been good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Salem. Red carpet, cutting room floor, movie TV game shows. Well, I have played a lot of variations of Harry Potter as you know, quite oh. obsessed with the series. I forgot so, about that. Um, I'm just gonna pick one from each for the Harry Potter series because there is definitely a cutting room floor. But the ultimate favourite for me has to be Prisoner of Azkaban, particularly on the PlayStation Two. Really? Absolutely love.
loves the change of the flight controls, especially when he gets to fly on Buckbeak. And the, also the fact that you get to play as Ron and Hermione as well as Harry. And everyone has their own skill set, which even when they get separated from each other as well, so they can, only they can learn the spells. It's just some amazing mechanics in that game and mm. they've played off so well. But the following game, Goblet of Fire, what the hell were they thinking? Yes, yes, <laughs> one thousand percent, yes. What the fuck did they do to Goblet of Fire? Oh my god, I hated the, that so much. The only highlight I can find for that game is that they've dived into the books as well as the films for some of their stuff, and even the side books, which is a one-up on that point of view. But otherwise, why? The why whole... does this game exist? It wasn't the fact the game existed. I was. I think <laughs> Goblet of Fire would have been a great game, but they just basically made it linear. And that yeah. wasn't... You needed to have... The whole point, the whole great thing about the game was Hogwarts. You could explore Hogwarts. That's what I loved. That's what I loved about it. And then Goblet of Fire took down... Beans. Yeah. <laughs> And, the, and Goblin Fire took that away from me, and I'm not forgiven them to this day. But yeah, search for Reptile for the Rugrats series, but my personal favourite from that has to be Rugrats Studio Tour. Just all the mini-games in yeah, that. Yeah. That was good. The RNG right near the end of the fight with a second locked door, where you, only one key worked, it was never the same key yeah. in each save. <laughs> That's one of the earliest instances of RNG that I can find. And just the minecarts. I have to mention the minecarts specifically. Those were annoying, but so much fun to ride in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, Gingers uh, has turned up. Hello there, buddy. How the devil are you, good sir? Hello, Hello Gingers. Hello. Oh, my goodness. He's there, um, he just came in going, it's like, it's it's not Halloween, but it's, it's Halloween in our eyes. Well, until the show's done, then Halloween's over. <laughs> then the Christmas tree goes up. <laughs> exactly. There you but go. I have, one, I have one more red carpet and two more cutting room floors here. Muppet Monster Adventure. As you just heard from the music choices, this is outside of Spyro, my all-time favourite PlayStation 1 game. <laughs> absolutely amazing mechanics it, in ways it can be seen as a Spyro ripoff but my personal view I don't think so the, the unique collectibles and the way they have a gallery set you, I will give advance warning for anyone who's not played this yet if you go to the gallery there may be some sneaky tips and tricks you might find that will actually help you not tear your hair out which I did one point <laughs> <laughs> but thankfully i found that and i was really in love with it i still am um however sabrina the teenage witch a twitch in time i have no idea how i got so far as a kid because i played it again as an adult and holy hell that game is bad <laughs> the only upside is the concept to me because Salem broke a clock and that is how all the hell starts in the series. <laughs> uh, other than that, 
it's just not great. The model of Salem is the only good thing gameplay-wise about it. Um, and that includes the voice acting. The voice acting was just... The least they could have done was to have Melissa Joan Hart voice Sabrina. That would have been amazing. But the short and sweet cutting room floor is a game that I've played on the Wii. And that is Looney Tunes Acme Arsenal. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> that oh, game, God. all I have to yeah. say, dumps the fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that game's not that great. Now that you mention it, I'm just like, oh, God. Yeah. That's I couldn't funny. get through the tutorial. The gameplay was that bad. <laughs> I think most of the Looney Tune games, like most of them on my PlayStation, were just equally terrible. What about uh, Bugs um, Bunny Lost in Time? Amazing. <laughs> yeah, that, that one was alright. Tough mm. as hell, and yeah. the only game Mum's actually progressed further than I have. <laughs> you show up on your mum for that. <laughs> That's yeah, amazing. I haven't reached Marvin the Martian, but she has. <laughs> oh dear. You gotta do some more training there, Salem. Oh, um, yeah, a little bit. Indeed, indeed. Well, there, there you go with that. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, I think some of the Looney Tune games can, you know, on the PlayStation, like, say, they're like the Bugs Bunny one. Like, yeah, that that was great. It's just, yeah, some of the others are <laughs> yeah. a little bit like, eh, <laughs> could could have been could have been improved. Could have been improved. What about you, though, Kippy? Um... Uh, okay, well now my brain decided to work now. Hey! Um, hey. Hooray! Welcome! Um, <laughs> hi, how's it going? Alright, uh, so for Red Carpet, I would have to say, um... Well, I would have to say most of the games from the, uh, the Batman series, honestly. Because, like, I mean, I, my favorite Oof. one would probably have to be Arkham Asylum, either Arkham Asylum or, or The Dark Knight. Um, they, but, like, they all just have, like, really, really nice gameplay all along. I like, the, I like, like, the the stealth aspect of a, of a bit of it, even though I was never really, not really that the best at stealth, but it, it just felt so satisfying, just seeing, just seeing Batman just kick some ass. Okay, uh, I've got so I've really got something wrong with that game, because Batman has a, <laughs> Batman has a, no, no, see how we get wrong, I, I completely agree with Kippy, is one of the best Batman games of all time, but the amount of times Batman has basically, Batman's whole process is he does not kill, except when he slams someone head first into a next right? pylon. Okay. That fucker's dead. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's no two ways about it. Tabak cannot say I do not kill. <laughs> what is? <laughs> I do not kill. Throw someone off a building <laughs> through a glass window. I, don't yeah, kill. I do. I do not kill. Why is his head through a fucking pylon and electrified? Bagman is dead! Yes. Oh, what was that? What else is it? It's uh, the bit uh, where he's in the uh, penguin suite. I will not kill. Really? Because that guy's in a shark infest. It's in a water with a massive shark. That guy is dead. <laughs> I, I'm Batman. I didn't kill him. The shark ate him. Therefore, the shark ate him. The shark ate him and killed him. I'm Batman. I don't kill. <laughs> I'm Batman. I threw him off a bill. I threw him off a building. Gravity killed him. I Gravity killed him. I'm Batman. The electricist. The electricity killed him. I'm Batman. The electricity killed him. It was very shocking. I'm Batman. I slammed him to a table. The table killed him. 
<laughs> as God is my witness, he is broken in half by the table. <laughs> he is not dead. Yeah, well, you've kind of broken his back. He's paralyzed now. You're an asshole, Batman. You really are. It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever heard you like get really angry or just be like, what the like shouting on the street. I'm so sorry I had to come out. I have been holding that in for years, but no one understands how irritating it is. I do I do I do agree that that is so ridiculous. Oh man. Arkham Knight. That way, the Arkham Knight really takes the biscuit. Mostly because he's like, oh, don't worry, we've disabled him. You shot a tank at him! He'll be fine. He'll be fine. I'm Batman. Oh my god, I'm crying. broke James. Oh, this is why I love the show. Oh man! Glad you do. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. Really I'm, done. I'm done. I'm done. Rant over. It's a really well done show. Let's <laughs> see when we break the honors. Exactly. When you break us, you've won. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so you got the the Batman, the Batman series at the Arkham games. Because when you said most of them, I'm like, oh god, not Batman and Robin on the PlayStation. Oh, that oh, game is trash. Yo, God, no, that that game would honestly go on the cutting room floor for me, 100. percent I, I do remember seeing that game. That game, no. That's a no. <laughs> I, I, me, me, and a friend actually like broke. He, we, he broke his copy of Batman and Robin because it was that bad, and I, I watched it, and it, was, it. It was beautiful. I'm just like, ah, this gives me a good sense of joy just to see, just Wait. to hear that snap of that disc. I go when he, when he actually broke the disc though. Did they go? They break it, and then it come to a little cutscene. It went snap. <laughs> Okay, that just flowed over everyone. Okay, never mind. There's out. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just in silence because I just don't want to respond to that because that was terrible. That's <laughs> fine, <laughs> uh, damn it. I know. Well, just try hard. Well, that disc was pretty <laughs> terrible. Or try not so hard. Or well, yeah, or well, that as well. Like <laughs> what, whatever you feel. But oh man, yeah, it was just, yeah, it just, it just gave me a great sense of joy just to see that happen. See that disc just get destroyed. I was like, ah, beautiful. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad. Was there any? Oh, what's up? Oh, oh no, after you, after you. Oh no, I was just gonna say, I'm so glad. I'm so glad I've only seen the game. I've never played it myself because it's like gone off. It looks god awful. Yeah, don't ever play it. Don't ever <laughs> play it. It's it's so it's atrociously bad. Like really, really bad. Was there was there any other games that you had for your cutting room floor or for the red carpet as well, Kitty? Uh, probably for the cutting room floor, I would also put uh, Star Wars: The Force Unleashed two. I played the first. I I, I I will say I've only seen that, but I've seen it and it just doesn't look as fun as the first one. I, I used to play the first one on the wheel on and uh, as a kid, and yeah, you know, I, I mean, like other than maybe some issues with controls, I thought it was a pretty pretty fine game. And then I don't know. I, and then I, I've seen the second one. I don't know. Something about it just doesn't just doesn't suit well with me. And I don't know. In a, in a sense, it just feels rushed. Yeah. 
It's because they made it. They made a second game. That's why. Because yeah. I heard that the first one, like you can choose like multiple endings, and that's it. Yes. And it's just like, okay, cool. That the protagonist is great. It's done. It's finished. And then they're just like, oh no, that is a clone of him. I'm like, oh come on, you're just you're just bringing it back. Why? Like, just leave it. It's already ended. Story done. You can finish it in two hours. Yeah, it's painfully short. And like, like the first, like the first one, I was pretty satisfied with. It, Second one, I just have no interest in ever playing. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, totally. Okay. Well, totally. I, th I think that was. Um, I think that's pretty good, guys. Uh, do you want to move on? Shall we move on to the conclusion then? Yes, um, yes. Yeah, before we do, oh. can I just mention that I'm surprised Superman sixty four didn't get a mention from somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Because I already mentioned it at the start of the, sh the start of the show with the first topic, but yes, also as well, I'll mention it again because it is we actually do not, true. We do not Superman talk sixty four for Alien sixty four is down in the bottomest of deep piles in the cutting room floor section. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED talk. You know something's gone horribly bad when Andy has to talk calm about something he hates. That's when you know he is holding back something. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can hear it in his voice. Yep. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. That's gonna be anyway. the next broken disc. Yeah. No, many, many, cartridge. many, many broken discs and cartridges. Broken cartridge, more like. Mm. Holy crud. James, let's go for your conclusion. <laughs> so my conclusion: red carpet, Lord of the Rings. Um. Lord of the Rings Conquest, Star Wars Battlefront 2, and from what Salem has said, actually, because I forgot about that as well, uh, I preferred Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Out of, all f out of the first three games, that was my favourite. That the was a good version? game, I'm not going to lie. Uh, the PS2 version. Oh, okay, I've played both of them, so... Yeah, I've well, played... there's three, isn't there? There's three. There's the PS1 version, because mm. that was different. Then you've got the GameCube, PS2, Xbox version, and then the PC version. That game, that that one movie <laughs> game alone had three different versions of it, which is never insane. Never played the PC one. I've only no, played the... I've never played the Chamber PC Secret. one, but apparently yes. it's it's different. It. It's so different. I'm like, what the hell? That's crazy. I might have to look at that. I think I might have to look that one up then. But yeah, definitely... Yeah. Chamber of Secrets, PS2, uh, Star, uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, and Lord of the Rings Conquest for the red carpet. The cutting room floor is the next-gen Star Wars Battlefront. And um, what, was that? what was that one we mentioned to say that you, we both despised? Um... Oh, yeah, Goblet of Fire, Goblet of Fire, that's it, Goblet of Fire, that's my Goblet of Fire, yeah, yeah, Goblet of Fire is just no. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> Okay. Um, um, yeah. For Andy. me, Red Carpet definitely has to be like 007 Goldeneye for the N64, without a doubt, an absolute classical first-person shooter on a retro console. And uh, the Rugrats games, the Rugrats games on PlayStation—they yes. were they were really well made. Like you know, I, I love the first one. I, and the movie one, the movie studio game was great. And also um, uh, Euro Raptor, like uh, Ragnarok's Go to Paris. Like R that Ragnarok's was really good. Movie. I, yeah, oh my yeah. God. I never completed it myself, but like, I, I just remember playing it a lot. It was so, so good. 
so, so good. Got the final boss on that. <laughs> yeah, like, well, I never even got to the final boss, actually. Like, it was so such a struggle trying to find everything in the game in order to get to the final part. It was crazy. Uh, and golf. <laughs> and golf, yeah. Yeah, golf. It was still fun. It was golf was fun. Yeah. fun. I love golf. Fun game. Um, but yeah, no, and the, the, the cutting room floor definitely has to be like, you know, some of the other 007 games, especially 007 Goldeneye, the remake of it, because it has freaking that. If wrong bond, because they did with Russia with Love with Sean Connery, got rest of soul. Like they had him on the GameCube, or I think GameCube PS2. I think it was a GameCube only game. Might be. I'm done. Double check. But they had Sean Connery in it. Like no problems. They didn't add the current Bond. Like with adding the new version of Goldeneye with the current Bond, Daniel Craig. That yeah. Didn't work out for me. They added Pierce Brosnan. I think the game would have been alright. It probably would have been the greatest, but it would have been fine. I don't think it would have been cutting room floor, but because they had a Daniel Craig in and they cocked that up it's just yeah <laughs> like it was kind of floor for me among us pretty much and and um yeah little Britain the game just looks terrible so that's me <laughs> Salem your turn okay so um red carpet has to be prisoner of Azkaban absolutely amazing game studio tours Definitely the best of the Rugrats and Muppet Monster Adventure, hands down the best PlayStation 1 game outside of the Spyro trilogy. Um, with, with the red carpet, I agree with James and the Goblet of Fire, it can go to hell. Um, uh, where, where was it? The names escaped. <laughs> Sabrina the Teenage Witch of Twitch in Time, it's so bad that I want to forget it. <laughs> and. Mm -hmm. Looney Tunes, Acme Arsenal can just go in a dumpster fire. Doesn't even get the honour of the cutting room floor, it's that bad. It just goes in a dumpster fire. That's fair enough. <laughs> it's on fire and then the dumpster fire is then thrown into the sea. Sounds accurate. Yes. And, and Kiffy. Yeah. Alrighty, red carpet. Uh, you know, Batman, Arkham, uh, Arkham Asylum, um, also Batman and also Batman The Dark Knight, both of those games. Really, really amazing. Really, 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 really fun gameplay. Um, and on, honestly, I, honestly, I kind of want to replay them now. <laughs> um, but um, as for uh, Cutting Room Floor, um, Star Wars Force Unleashed 2, just play the first one if you want to play it. <laughs> you'll, you'll be fine. <laughs> you don't need to play the second one. And what's that, what was that other one that I mentioned? My, bra my brain has erased itself. <laughs> Don't you just hate it when that happens? My, 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 yeah. my brain has just ejected itself. Oh, um, no. Uh... Okay, who brought Agent K in? He's playing with the memory wipe thing again. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. God damn. God damn. I'm trying to try, try remember. Yeah, uh, what was it that you... We talked about Batman and Robin. Yes, Batman and Robin, that was it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you Batman go. Robin. Yeah. Batman and Robin, the broken disc. <laughs> yeah, Batman and Robin, the broken disc. You know, I, 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 that's I, a I, good thing. It's so bro it's so broken. I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, that's it. It's so broken. Just bleh. Also, Superman sixty four. Yeah, uh, we, can, we can all agree on Superman sixty four. <laughs> uh, that 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 one we can drag out for all for all time fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Jinjos is wearing shorts in November. You crazy sod. Depends on what temperature is I, in this house. I mean, Honestly, it's a pretty warm this November. 
I will, I will, I will say, uh, yeah, it was actually very, very warm yesterday. I was, uh, dude, I was wearing like uh, jeans and a sweater, expecting it to be a uh, cold, but it was warm. I was just like, okay. <laughs> well done, Nightbot. It's <laughs> my mortal enemy. We, you really need to turn off Nightbot for, for you know. I'm trying. I don't know how. Having people out. All right, me. Nightbot, me, you in the back alley. Let's go. Right, right, right. Me, you, me, you, Denny's parking. Denny's parking. Round one, fight. Ding, ding. Yeah, round one, <laughs> fight. Who wants a grand slam? I do. <laughs> <laughs> this show is sponsored by Denny's. <laughs> Not really, but I wish it was just so I could get I... free grand slams. Oh, we can get <laughs> We can get wish... Oh, my goodness. I wish I Wait, had a Denny's. We would have oh, made no. it if we were sponsored by Denny's, mate. Man, I'd be, I, I'd be over the moon. <laughs> I'd be over the moon. Oh, and uh, if anyone from Denny's is listening in, sponsorship is available. <laughs> if that ever happens, we just got to wait and see. But yeah, there we go. Thank you, well, thank you, Salem. That was a very good. That was a very good topic. Got us, in, got us thinking. Definitely, and definitely laughing as well. And rage inducing as well. Yeah. And now I want to play some of these games that you've talked about. <laughs> Same here. I know. I want to get. I want to get back into uh, playing the Rugrats games again at some point. That's something oh you could do. God. For sure. Yeah. One day. Oh, one day. Uh, I need funny uh, games. Studio Tour. Let's race one. Oh, yeah, oh that would be funny. <laughs> how about? How about? Thinking about Star Wars early, right? Hey, wow. I want to play uh, the the Jedi Fallen Order. It looks pretty good. Mm. Oh, it looks pretty good. I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. It's been the 80s, Jim Joss. It's so warm. Holy heck, that's crazy. I kind of want to play Batman and Robin now just to see how terrible it is. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. That's all I'm going to say. Just good luck. Good luck playing. We will watch that stream and pray for you, Salem. You'll, you'll play the first five minutes and you'll be like, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, I see your point. Minecraft. I see your point here. Yeah. Minecraft murder mystery time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, All right, so... I think it's time for some more music. I absolutely Woo! think so as well, good sir. And if I'm like correct, it is Kippy's choice for our music. So, Kippy, what music wow. are you bringing to us today? Well, in here we got two remixes. First off, from uh, the Legends of the Link to the Past, we got the Dark World. Um, it is a uh, is the remix by Vector U really really good song and from one of my from one of my favorite games of all time i mean that other one was also my favorite but pokemon mystery dungeon 2 we got blizzard island by tgh the guitar hero on youtube what a legend that sounds fantastic okay then ladies and gentlemen so stick around for those two fantastic tracks coming up and then stay tuned for afterwards where we'll be going into our final topic and then back to james's great adventure before we finish this show (laughs) So I hope you guys are enjoying this so far. Get yourselves a drink. Get yourselves a brew. Come on back. And we'll see you all in a couple of minutes. Because you are watching and listening to the Paddy Ho Show with me, James. And me, Andy. And our two fantastic guests today. Yippee. And Salami. Salami. And Kippy and the Salami. And we will be back momentarily. Stick around.
listening to the Tally Ho Show with Andy, James, and me, the voice inside your head. You really need to do the dishes at some point. You've left them at the sink for days.
Alrighty, everyone. Welcome back to the uh, Tally Ho Show, featuring uh, um, hosted by Andy and James, the two wonderful people. Uh, special guests, myself and Salem. This is uh, Kitty speaking. And hope you all have been enjoying your time here. Hope you enjoyed uh, the songs that they picked out, uh, which were uh, the Dark World, um, Link to the Past Dark World remix uh, from um, uh, Pyfex to You, and Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Blizzard Island by TG. Now, I chose those two songs specifically um, to tie in of something they have in common, and something that is a very, very popular um, topic, and you see it, you see it a lot. We're going to be getting into randomizers, the future of gaming. It's a yeah, it's you see a lot of people just streaming, streaming these, you know, various type of games. You also you see a lot, a lot of videos on this and. Man, it, it it is people quite enjoy them a lot, and there there's a lot of randomizers out there. It is insane. Like even when I was looking at the randomizer list myself, I was surprised to see um, some some of those that I hadn't heard of before. Alrighty, so uh, what is uh well first off I guess what is everyone's experience about randomizers? Well, um, to begin, uh, just before we start off, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not too sure what happened there. The street just sort of cut out automatically not sure why that happened but we're back alive so apologies to everybody but regarding randomizers i've actually seen a few randomizers play and i think what they, the actual sense the idea of it i think is pretty damn awesome and i've seen a couple of randomizers um randomizer games and one thing i would like to see them do is if they're going to bring this out properly they should probably do it as if because you get like um in games if you only complete it and you start it again you get new game plus, and so sort of like when you get, so sort of like when you get the new game plus, it's um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, when you get the new game plus, sorry, you have to start again from scratch. Uh, you start the levels again, but then you uh, get the most yeah, stuff that, you, yeah, the extra stuff that you already have. But I think it'd be yeah, quite yeah. It awesome is if you had a randomizer uh, mode for it. So you start a brand new game. Go back into it, but then that's when the randomizer kicks in. Yes, please. <laughs> that, that, that would be awesome. I think that would be pretty decent. That. That yeah, be definitely. Cool. A lot of work would have to be put in that into that, because like, you know, they, get, it's like they, they would have to code in just like um, what happens in the game before New Game Plus and then after New Game Plus, but I think it could make for a very, very interesting experience. Are you, in all, and also, I, I for some games, like what if they like on a new game plus, let's say they allowed you to just randomize your randomize your stats or something like that when you. Oh yes. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. Yeah, that would give me kind of like finding a vice. I was just I was just thinking about that because because there's a character in there, uh, Eden, who gets who gets like random stats each time you start up the game. You can start up a, a new uh, file with him. I mean, yeah, awesome. uh, like Legend of Zelda games, especially, would be pretty awesome to have randomizer mode. Like, oh, put yeah. in, like yes. put, actually put into the game itself because speed race, uh, uh, speed playthroughs, speedrunners will have so much more fun with randomizer, uh, randomizer game mode. I think as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's there there's a lot of Zelda games that are speedrun. Uh, Link to the Past and Ocarina Time are the ones that are most run. But yeah. you, also see, you also see people running a Wind Waker, Majora's Mask, uh, 
more opinions. The list goes on. It adds, it adds like a new unique challenge in a way when it yeah. comes to like speed running the game. Yeah. 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 I, I think yeah. I think like the most interest is that um how the speedrunner uh adapts to each situation. What 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 situation the the, the game puts them in. Uh, how how do they adapt to it? You know, and that, that's that's probably that's what makes it most interesting to watch. Like you could have all these different sets of items, like, and then you have to take on a boss, but you don't have the usual equipment. So you got you got you got to think outside the box. Use the equipment that the game gives you. That'd be the true and, mark of it. That'd be the true mark of a speedrunner is if you can complete a game with randomizers. And that's not even <laughs> bringing up the multi worlds. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that's oh, that's a whole other. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole other board game. <laughs> yep. They, multi worlds are very fun though. That yeah, if you, if you get a bad run, like everyone else but you has gotten an item. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like you're getting all like the main items. I got the hook shot. Oh no, wait, it was for this person. God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> Where? Where's my sword? This guy had. This guy has the golden sword, and I don't have a sword. All I have is a boomerang. Guys, <laughs> why have I got a tree branch? <laughs> yeah, why have I got a stick and a few nuts? This is not fair. Where's my clothes? This guy has armor. Where's my clothes? All I've got is my underwear. This doesn't make sense. my Deku nuts. My Deku nuts have been exposed. Get hit with the sword. Ah, my Deku nuts. Oh my goodness. It was That's multi-world in a nutshell. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I think for me personally, yeah, Edge just came, walks in, and hears that he's gonna take his leave now. He's just like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm just gonna go now. <laughs> Edge just like, oh, Edge. Oh, hi guys, how's it going? Oh my Deku nuts! Ah, oh, just like that. I'm gonna see what else is on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you gotta love it when that happens. Yeah. Why write up a ticket for me? It's not me that said that. Hold on, Edge, which one? <laughs> Probably me. Yeah, you got two culprits. That's true. <laughs> Probably me, because it's like, I don't know, it's just, it's always me. It's you get away with it, because apparently you're the king. He's like, Lord Edge, of course. He would never, he would never, ever turn against his liege. Unless it's in Among Us, in which case he has permission. God damn. God damn. <laughs> Even though he probably still wouldn't. Yeah, probably wouldn't. Yeah. There's only one British man. <laughs> only one British man. Yeah. Oh, really? There's a big question there, because if it's Andy, that's insulting me. If it's insulting <laughs> me... <laughs> we're, wow. we're both British. <laughs> I don't know. Are you, James? Are you? I'm more British no, than you. This is how I can end this. Are you British, James? Yes, because I still bloody live here. That's true. <laughs> Andy the imposter here. And I must say, James, I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> this is why I, I left. <laughs> you, were moved, well, you were way ahead of to, us. And moved to a former British colony. Don't worry. It's now part of the Commonwealth, but it used to be a British colony. So, you know, technically it's okay. Not to mention you're in British Columbia. Yeah, and that as well. Salem, you're not helping my case here. She's <laughs> helping greatly. I'm not, greatly. I'm not helping either of you. I'm just saying facts. <laughs> She's telling the facts. She's telling the truth. Pretty 
pretty much. But going back, going back to yeah. like randomizers, like yeah, like seeing like you play Link to the Past, Ocarina of Time randos, and seeing a lot. Mostly Ocarina of Time randos were like getting me like, oh, I so want to try this. I so want to try this. <laughs> Mind you, I only did it once. I've been playing mostly like Super Mario 64 randomizers, which are pretty good too. Oh, but yeah, just it just adds like a different challenge and unique. It's it's a unique challenge and adds a fresh new take to playing games that you you know and love, honestly. And yeah, no, I, I I enjoy the heck out of it. I enjoy playing like say the uh, the Super Mario 64 speed runs and the Pokemon Stadium ones because you don't need you don't need like anything to like mod the game in order to make it. It's just That's a simple true. Pokemon generate. Well, yeah, yeah it's po uh, Pokemon generator. Yeah. Needed. Or, or or use a blindfold <laughs> as well. Yeah, but Say using, that, just I... using a Pokemon. <laughs> what? Go ahead, mate. Sorry. What? No, what were you gonna say, James? I can say I thoroughly enjoyed when you did your randomizer with Pete on Pokemon Stadium. Oh, yeah, the Pokemon that's randomizer. That, that was that was so much fun to watch you guys do that. Yeah, it like and you it's bloody hard. It really fire is. It's spin, just like you know, fire it's just spin, fire, fire spinner. Fire spinner. Twisted fire spinner. No, literally. But it's like it's like you know you just need the Pokemon randomizer website. Pick which region you want. I mean, it's like me and Pete are going to be doing the po Pokemon Stadium too, so we're going to be selecting Kanto and Johto. Oh, that'd be interesting. That dri ho drill horn can sod off. <laughs> God, I that. No, joke. no joke. I had to face uh, a Rapidash when I was doing my own run on that. Oh, no. Yeah, I forget which gym it was. Was it the fifth gym or something like that? I think it was but fifth, yeah. So. They did, it did horn drill, one hit KO on my first Pokemon, and I'm like, no, that's not fair. Like, okay, fine, whatever. It's not going to happen again. The second Pokemon comes out. Drill horn, one hit KO on the second Pokemon, back to back. I'm like, are you freaking having a laugh? I'm like, that's just yes. bollocks, mate. Absolute bollocks. The god of like, I got the god of Pokemon looking down on that dude going, Yeah, fuck it. Let's see let's really shit him up by doing this. Honest honestly, yeah. that's just that's just Pokemon in a nutshell, whether it's casual or competitive. The gods are just looking at you the whole time. They wanna make you suffer as exactly. much as they want. Exactly, exactly. But I kind of like, you know, it's just a case of just like pick, generate your Pokemon in the website. Okay, that's my team. Actually, out of all three randos that I have played, Ocarina of Time, Mario 64, and Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Stadium is my my favorite one. Like, I actually enjoyed that a whole yeah. lot because it's like it's, it adds to a whole new challenge. Like, what Pokemon are you gonna pick, and is it gonna is it gonna pan out well for you? Um, you know. Um, Ocarina of Time was definitely a second. Third is Mario 64, even though I've played it more times. Um, you know, it's it's fun. It's, there are times where it can get, like, remotely frustrating. Oh. <laughs> when it's yeah. like, there's a star right there in this area, but you can't get it because you need to get a specific cap, which is on the other side of the freaking map. Right. <laughs> like, well, I can't, re I can't reach that because the freaking cap's all the way over there. Like, by the time I get to the star, it's too late. The power-up's gone. It's like, mmm. So there yeah, are definitely. stars that you can't. There are stars that you legitimately cannot get, and it's like, well, sod it. Um, <laughs> but Ocarina of Time, I did it with Multi World, and that was fun. But I, I would like to do it with Multi World yeah. again, and maybe do it like solo and just see how that goes. Yeah, yeah so. I'd, be, I'd be down to do it again sometime. And we should do like Multi World at some point. Yeah, that'd be quite yeah, funny. My only experiences of randomizers are mainly through watching and playing Pokemon randomizers. Mm -hmm. Um, for watching, I want to bring up Sonic. 
that Sonic randomizer that Andy Man did. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That, that, <laughs> was, that, is, was, is, that was hilarious. Is that the one where whenever Sonic grabs a ring, it changes to the another Sonic game? Uh, uh no, that, that's not, no, that's, not that's one, um, no. Oh, Sonic it, Adventure Two, was it? Yeah, Sonic that, Adventure, Sonic it, Adventure yeah. Two, sorry, yeah, because oh, right. there, there's there's one where someone's made. Uh, what was it? It was Sonic 1, Sonic 2, Sonic 3, Sonic and Knuckles. And pretty much whenever Sonic grabs a ring in a game, it just randomly picks like another one of the Sonic other Sonic games. And you've got to try and complete oh all, four, oh, wow. all four Sonic games at the same time. Oh, that sounds absolutely manic. I love yeah. it. <laughs> I want to try that at some point. But Sonic Adventure 2, I'm interested in trying as well, because that looks freaking interesting. It's absolute chaos, and you can even randomize all the voice lines, which just... Yeah, it, 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 there's a lot of interesting results that happen. Um, oh, that Sonic sounds amazing. Swirl. I want to watch that. It's on, yeah, Sonic on it, yeah, it, it swear a lot, yeah. It's kind of rude, honestly. Because that's the bleeps, isn't it? So it's just like... Yeah. Beep. You wouldn't beat me for a hundred years. Beep! Whoa! <laughs> Hey, you are bleep. Language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, that was so much fun to watch. I'm so glad it I did. Was. But when it comes to actually playing randomizers, generally speaking, I've played randomizer nuzlocks, which adds a whole new level of complicated. Because um... <laughs> nuzlocke wasn't enough, was it? No, no, it's not enough at all. Randomized Nuzlocke, including legendary Pokemon, is what I tend to do. So, I've had my run almost killed by not only Rayquaza, but Enti as well, courtesy of my rival. <laughs> only one Pokemon lived on, like, 5 HP. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just um, imagine that rival comes out with Mewtwo and he's like, but, but I've only got a Caterpie. How the hell did you get that? I have a Pidgey. Come on. Max, I'm calling Max. And most notably for me is when I decided to do a randomizer of Pokemon Emerald live on stream. Um, I lost to the second trainer after the run, run officially began. Wow. <laughs> yep, that just happened. Oh, that was embarrassing, but thankfully I progressed a lot further on the second <laughs> attempt. Uh, honestly, Pokemon randomizers do tend to be like that sometimes. Either die I, early. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. I blame the fact that I named my starter after App. Yeah, he, 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 cur he cursed you. He didn't explore. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was so Sad much fun, up. though. Oh. Pokemon, Pokemon randomizers can get really, really wild, especially the lengths that some that some people do. Some people go ahead and uh, they randomize moves, they randomize types, they randomize abilities, items, and it's just like, oh, it's just like, how do you? I mean, I guess, I guess to me, in, in to me, I can only go so I can only go so much where it becomes like, okay, I, I've officially lost my marbles. Like, <laughs> what, what, what does what? <laughs> Oh but my I, God. I can I can see the appeal though, because like you know the, you know the, you get you get some Pokemon that you know you wouldn't you you know if you look at them first glance like oh it's a Caterpie no it, it's not gonna do anything and all of a sudden that Caterpie is using Hyper Beam on on your Pokemon and it, just, and it, yeah. and it, it kills it, it, it one hit KOs your Pokemon I was like oh Cat well that just happened a Caterpie using Hyper Beam is like getting roasted by the weakest member of your group. 
mean, I mean, with recent randomizers, my well, luck was in my favor somewhat early on. I faced the grounder who, who happened to have his usual ability because of the fact that I forgot to randomize abilities. Um, my Pokemon that came out had Solar Beam. So when Drought came into effect, just one hit knockout. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever seen a randomizer where Magikarp uses uh, Hyper Beam? Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Oh, <laughs> oh god, yeah. Oh my god, it, that's it, amazing. It, it is hilarious. And it actually, and it actually kills something in one shot. <laughs> oh, one shot. Like, OP Magikarp. Who needs yeah. a Gyarados when you've got a Magikarp that does Hyper Beam? Yeah. That's all you need. Oh, speaking of that, that's another thing that people do. They can randomize the evolutions. So like, oh, your Magikarp, uh, will it, what will it evolve into? Will it evolve into a Gyarados? Or will it evolve into some, into something else? Oh, God. A Magikarp. Never know. What? A Magikarp. Magikarp's evolving into... Uh, Weedle. 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 <laughs> like, oh, yet. What? What? You two is evolving into Magikarp. <laughs> like, no, no, no. no. What? Yeah, Magikarp evolves into Magikarp. Oh, God. oh no! Oh no! Now it's faster. <laughs> oh God! Why? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> For those, for those listening into the podcast, if you're wondering what the hell that means, uh, be sure to watch my uh, fifth year anniversary 24-hour stream part two of my Pokemon Stadium blindfold run. My viewers named the Pokemon and Salem and Kev from Last Minute Continue in the chat. And they're like, okay, so this Pokemon you have, you've got now the chat have called it Buttplug. <laughs> um, and so many other names. And, I yeah. have to highlight the fact that this particular run with the Solar Beam incident, my starter Pokemon choices included Diglett and Victreeble. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> I chose Victory Ball, so you can guess what I named it. It's still alive. <laughs> well, that's good to know. <laughs> so it's Lex Luthor. Oh, <laughs> oh, and you're my rival. You're an asshole in this game because it's Pokemon uh, Leaf Green. <laughs> oh, right. I'm, I'm your rival? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll so be- I'm the do- yeah. I'm do- I'm douchebag <laughs> Magoo. Great. Good stuff. <laughs> and you kick. Buttplug's ass. I will tell you that. <laughs> I would have Oh, there's something there, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, that's too... No, no. Yeah, I'm saying nothing. <laughs> even, even I know that's too far. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> See, if I beat that, if I beat you and I beat your Pokemon named Buttplug, I'll just be like, okay, bye. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I've got nothing to say. Must oh, resist. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't want to be like, I beat your bug plug. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like something you do not want to hear. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, should we do a conclusion? <laughs> I think we Hold should. On. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, James. James, you were the first one. What was your conclusion about randomizers? <laughs> and also, do you think they're the future of gaming as well? We didn't go that past yeah, that. Yeah, we didn't really I... go too far into it. Personally, yes, I think randomizers are the future, can be the future of gaming if they're part of like a new game strategy. So, a new game plus mode, randomizer, I think you could 
that could be fantastic, especially for speedrunners anywhere. And I need to start watching more randomizers because I do think they're going to be they are hilarious, and uh, just to see what they can do. You need to play some as well at some point. I do, yes. I need to pick one and then uh, go for it. Might do one like Pokemon. Ooh, yeah, yeah, Pokemon. We like uh, Pokemon. Pokemon Stadium would be good. Yeah, good choice. Good choice. Oh, don't even get started on souling randomizers. <laughs> oh, Dark Soul randomizers. Oh, hell no. I'm struggling with... Link. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, I mean, there is a Dark Souls randomizer. Wait, what? That's... There you go, James. No, 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 no. I am... <laughs> I'm suffering with Dark Souls at the moment. I do not need a randomizer to answer it. <laughs> it's, already an ad it's already randomized as it is. Will this enemy kill me or will it not? Haha, <laughs> let's find out. Nice oh my yes. Oh, man. I mean, for me, I think, yeah, future of gaming, I think, yeah, it's, it's still early days for randos at this moment. But I think, given it, like, say, another couple of years, we're going to see a lot more people. It's going to, yeah. Hopefully it'll be its own genre. Like it'll, like it'll be like you say, game developers will add it into their games. That would be pretty sweet to see. Um, yeah, no, like definitely playing like, and also playing games that you used to play back in the day, Mario 64, Sonic Adventure 2, uh, Pokemon Stadium, Ocarina of Time, Link to the Past, Majora's Mask, all of those games, you know, adds a bit, it makes it more unique and it gives it like a fresh lick of paint in a way when you, when you play the game. Like it, it makes you like enjoy it a whole lot more as opposed to playing like the same game with the same items everywhere that you know where they are over and over again just yeah just adding that extra challenge um goes a long way and i think yeah no i think we'll be seeing rando randomizer videos randomizer streams uh increasing in the years to come i think so i definitely think it'll be the future of gaming for sure probably might not be as big but it'll 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 leave like a pretty big uh i i I think it'll be I'm trying to get the words out, trying to think of this. Like, you know, it, it won't be like, I, I don't think it's going to explode hugely, but I think it is gonna, it's going to grow. It's going to be like baby step growing in like, say, the years to come. It's not going to, it's not, it's basically it's saying, not, it's not going to explode onto the sea, but there's going to be a mass uh, fan base around it in oh, the near yeah, future. Pretty much, pretty much with randos in general. Like yeah. not a specific game that you do random, just randomizing, randomizers in general. Yeah. What about you, Salem? Honestly, I think it has a lot of potential to be absolutely amazing and potentially even mainstream in, in the future. I don't know how far into the future, but it's boding well because I've seen so many and another one that I haven't mentioned before, there's some Super Paper Mario ones as, as well, which are absolutely hilarious. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so after seeing all those, yes, that, that's a huge, huge improvement. And I could see it improving even more in the future with more games. I mean, they, they randomized Sonic, for God's sake. <laughs> it won't be long until Mario, it's won't be long until Superman 64 gets randomized. <laughs> and if it does, oh. I'll never play it. <laughs> <laughs> How many channel points will it take? You just randomly go on. You, you, see, you, see, you see the total channel points? It's on my channel. A quarter of a million. I've been saving up. <laughs> You've been saving up? Oh, God. Yeah, it's like, Jesus. People are just saving up like crazy for that. Oh, yeah. And Kippy. Well, you were the one with the topic. What? What's your conclusion? 
Well, pers well, personally, <clears throat> even though, even though, um, like, even though it's it's been like a it's been a while since uh randomizers have made, you know, they've never really blown up until like very very recently, until a couple of, until a year ago, you know, um, since Zelda randomizers. There's always been like Pokemon randomizers, Super Metroid randomizers, and all this, but um, um, they become insanely popular of how many of how many games rating randomizers. It's it, it, it's crazy. Again, there were some randomizers that I had never even known about until I seen it, and I actually want to play some of them. But um, on the other hand, I will say that um, there are there are some games that you know they don't have they don't make as good randomizers just because of how they're designed. I'll give one example with uh, Majora's Mask. I love that game a lot, but I will say, due to like the side quest nature of that game, you know, you, um, sometimes I mean I, I guess this depends on. Um, you know, personal taste as well, but it tends to it tends to make uh, not as much of an interesting randomizer as some other ones. But I would definitely say I would definitely say some other Zelda games like Link to the Past and Ocarina of Time make for some very interesting randomizers. You have Pokemon games that always makes for some interesting times, especially with how many settings you can mess with. And then you got Mario randomizers, which I mean, hey, those make for interesting ones. It's just like what level you go into. You randomize the enemies, the objects, and all that. It's 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 crazy. So, yeah, I think it'll have a pretty pretty good impact. You know, there may be a time where it may die down soon, but I don't think it'll die down anytime soon. Especially since there's been there's still a good fan base around the randomizer. Yep, I think that's yeah, I agree with that. Mm, definitely, definitely. Like, I think like there might be a point where it might die down, but I, I don't think it's going to like majorly die down. Yeah. Like, if it does, it's like... going to take quite a long time for it to just disappear off the radar. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, because because yeah. it's going to be a thing where when it gets to a point where like you know rando randomizing videos and randomizing streams are slowly dipping, there's going to be new games that are going to probably get modded to be like add a randomizer and then it'll spike back up. So it's going to be like a little up and down like mini roller coaster in a way when it comes to you know, people, you know, playing or watching randos, mm. in a way. It'll just take one game as well to be randomized correctly, and it'll blow back up again. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, well, there we go. So, yeah, thank you, Kit. Again, another great topic. Thank you to both Sailor and Kippy for all your topics for the show. That was really, really awesome. Got us thinking a whole lot, and hopefully everyone uh, listening in on the either live right now or on the podcast uh, enjoyed them also. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, thanks for having us. Well, well it's been hey, well, appreciate you guys for coming on, but we're we're not done yet. We're no, not we're not. Yet. Yeah. Not we've not got yet. results to find out. Yes, we, we, we do. Got, we so, got to get back to you. <laughs> yeah. So, so we jump back into it, ladies and gents. Let's do it. All Let's right go. then. Let's go back into it because, ladies and gentlemen, we are back to the great adventure. When we last left, myself, I guess into this yes. we are basically rolled the dice where my enemy got a seven when it was uh, kippy who decided double damage was established for me yes, at three so. health this could end horribly for me so the the enemy has five and a half health so if you get him it's three and a half so i mean you know you just gotta you gotta try your best try Looks your like best it. to see what happens okay very well make or break the situation right here <laughs> yeah, pretty much yes it is pretty so much. Let's get the mute. Let's get the boss music back up and running. You got the one witch presence. Here we go. Ready? So, the enemy rolled a seven. 
So if I lose this, does that mean I'm out? Or have I still got one health left? You, you, you still got one health. No one, one health left. Okay, right. Come on, Roll. Don't let me down. Come on. Oh, no! Yes! Oh my yes! god. Oh, oh my double damaged. Ow. That's, a, that's a one health. All right. <laughs> one health <laughs> left. <laughs> this could be a bad way. This... Actually, well, yeah, no, because, like, no, because, like, well, Sal Salem, well, yeah. Jeez, I don't know. Like, Salem nope. kind of screwed you over with doing the half health on him. And then Kippy comes over. Ooh, you guys going to kill him right off the bat? Oh, Jesus. this could this could be the quickest kill in history. Here we go. The next enemy right. row. This could decide it. Oh, it's a seven. It's another seven. This is the Game big right. one. Make or break it. Make or break. Who's going to win? Yeah! Oh, All right, eight. just by one. So he has eight. four and a half health. He has four and a half health. Mm, so you've got to pretty much get five <laughs> rolls. Five good rolls. Five so rolls to win this. To yeah, win no this. Okay, let's see. No lifelines at all. Oh, but God. we did we did make a stipula <laughs> yeah. stipu stipulation. If uh, either James or the enemy rolls a double six, you do double damage. Or we, we just established this. Or if you roll a double one, you take one damage. That's a, either enemy or James. So mm -hmm. don't, don't roll a double one, James. <laughs> I don't want to. I really don't want to. No but pressure. Here we go. No, no, no pressure. Oh, it's a six. Oh boy. Okay. Here we, here we go. go. Ten. That's another hit for the bad guy. Not that bad. is three, three and a half, three and a half, three and a half. Next up, ready, roast. <laughs> Oh, it's free. It's a free. Oh, team, okay. don't give me snake eyes. <laughs> Come on, don't give me snake eyes here. Give me two sixes. Ah, uh, close enough. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> All right, that's two and a half. Two and a half for two the enemy. Half. You have got three more hits to go to not to kill the caveman. It's a seven. Oh, here we go. Seven. Here we go. Seven. Nine. Nine. All right. One and a half health that enemy has. Two okay. more hits. And Two more it's hits dead. needed. Let's see what we got for this one. It's seven again. Oh, boy. What here am I going to roll? It's a ten. I might do this. Ooh. This is going to be... Doubt the is the watch the comeback of, of the century. The comeback of the century. Top oh. ten anime comebacks <laughs> happening here right now oh, on the Tally Ho Show. This is gonna be a big nani moment. Okay, here we go. Last here roll. Go. All right. Last Whatever roll. happens, this is the last roll. Don't show. Oh, come on. This is Wait, it. What? What'd you get? What'd you get? He got, you got a four. four on the enemy. Four. Okay, he got four. Four. Right. Five or more. To take the victory! <laughs> Double it! You did it, James! James has survived. What, it is what a clutch moment. Yes! Even with getting hit with double damage by the caveman, James has survived so and has become triumphant. Oh, I am playing this, though. This is going to be played for the ultimate victory that I just pulled off.
Beautiful. We, we tried. Oh! You tried. you tried. That's all you can do. That's all that matters. <laughs> oh, so you're going yeah. in. Oh, that's one health. Oh, that's warm me up. Yeah, I'm probably gonna die very soon. Yeah, you still have one health. <laughs> All uh, right, so you defeat you defeated the caveman. Congratulations! <laughs> so we're gonna turn to the victory page, and that will be that will be us. Actually, you say that. Damn right. Of course you are. You're damn right. Salem, eat a bean. Oh wait. Wow. Alright. <laughs> well, here we are. The caveman is wearing a leathered waistband with four small rats, four small rat skulls hanging from it. Uh, do you put it on your wrist? Or would you rather set off north again? I can put rat heads on my wrist. Four <laughs> small rat skulls. Yeah. It's uh, a leather wristband. Yeah, you know what? I might, I might need some jewelry. Go for it. Let's see what happens. Uh, like, I'm, a, I'm a mento. It's yeah, a mento. I'm a mento for my glorious victory. <laughs> my glorious victory. And, well, that is where we're going to leave off. I need to check oh something quick. God. I need to check something quickly. Um... Ah, breath just... Oh, you know what? Yeah, I'm just going to say this. Let, let's just say this. Let's oh, just say this. Oh, oh God. Uh, the wristband was made and cursed by a hag. It slows down your reactions and dulls your senses. You reduce your skill by four points. You kick the tunnel wall in anger and stomp off north. So I've just cursed myself. You've just cursed yourself. Congratulations. Congratulations. You won. Congratulations. You won. I literally have. You won. You've got one life. Exactly. No, no, no. You've 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 beaten the enemy. Your your health will go back up to five. I think every every time you defeat an enemy, your health will go up. So you now you've got six health. Oh. Congratulations. But yeah. you're just a little bit dull. You're just a little bit. A little duller. bit stupider. Yeah. With your skills. <laughs> but congratulations, James. You you beat your first enemy. Yeah, I like, don't even with even with a few disadvantages. Say no, Kippy. <laughs> I see what you're trying to do. That's the, that's the beauty of, of the powers for the guests. Yeah, but you know what's you know what's brilliant though? You what? guys did try to screw me over. And you know what? I will not have a go at you for that. Because what I've just realized is next week, Andy gets to get screwed over. Yay. <laughs> well not next week, this coming week. Oh yes it is actually. My apologies. It's gonna be this coming week. Yeah. yeah. Might as well keep might as well keep going. Um <laughs> But yeah, guys, that's it. That is the end of part one and two of James's Great Adventure. We hope you enjoyed it as James ventured forth in Death Trap Dungeon. Nearly almost died, but made a fantastic <laughs> comeback. I am so happy with that comeback. I don't care what anybody says now. That will be the pinnacle of this stream. Yeah, that was that perfection. Was, that you was, can't fault that. That was quite a comeback. That was honestly quite a comeback indeed. And on that note... That is the end of the show of episode 17. We finally did it! <laughs> we finally had a Halloween special it, done! I took a Yeah, in November, in November 10th. <laughs> in November many, 10th many technical issues have passed. Many, many Satan graveyard shifts later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah, we got, we earned this. We earned this over time. Yeah. Pretty much. But, We're working us so hard, dude. <laughs> we really are, but... 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us for today's podcast. We thoroughly have enjoyed it. And a massive thank you as well to the brilliant and incredible Salem and Kippy. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Yeah. It's been a while at the time. Fantastic. really fun. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. We'll be more than happy to have you guys back. And for those of you who are joining this uh, chat right now who don't know about these guys, and you guys have enjoyed this guest, then please be sure to have a look at their... Uh, give them guests this week and be sure to give them a follow on Twitch at Salem Stowaway and Kippy00. Both have uh, Twitch TV channels. Be sure to go over there, give them a follow, and they thoroughly deserve it because they've been amazing sports. Absolutely. <laughs> Edge is like, my liege, do you really expect anything else from no, me? No, I did not, Edge. I did not expect anything from this. But yeah, I'm just, just make the fall, guys. Yeah, a man can dream. That's all you can do. A man can only dream. But again, as well, thank you very much, Salem Kip here. Thank you very much for joining us. I thoroughly hope you've enjoyed it. And I'm sure me and Andy will be more than happy to have you back on the stream as well. Oh, that would be incredible. It's just awesome. Yeah, I would definitely look forward if we were to return in the future. Okay, and just before we do finish the weather up, because we are... This is the 10th of November. You've actually got some new streams coming up. So... For those of you who are watching the podcast right now, be sure to look at who we've got on our next streams. But for those who you listen, who are listening to it, um, Kippy, why don't you tell us what you're doing next and what times you'll be streaming? Alrighty, so on Thursday, no, on Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, I will be playing some Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, but with a twist. Ooh. I'll be playing it. With uh, a little something we call crowd control, so oh, you, oh my god, you will be, you'll be able to mess with whatever whatever happens in my game. Lightning can strike me at any time. I could like it is it, it's gonna be absolutely chaotic for sure. And that to be honest, I'm actually gonna join it because after what you guys did to me, you clearly deserve some of this. <laughs> wow. wow. Also, J- James, I, I think you got the date wrong on the stream. Kitty. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah today, today's clearly uh, the 10th of the November. Absolutely. Sure. Yes. Yeah, Thursday, 10th of November. Yeah, Thursday, 10th of November. Yep. It's always the 10th of November. Yeah, how dare you even insinuate? I'm, gonna, I'm not even making changes uh-huh. either. <laughs> I uh, believe it. It's uh, true. Uh, yeah. mm, mm. See, I'm so sorry. Not, see, there's no, there's no problem at all with that. I think. Okay. Okay. No, fair, fair enough. Uh, fair what, enough. what problem was there? <laughs> <laughs> eh, what problem? I've done exactly. nothing. No issues whatsoever. So yeah, show you to Kippy uh, for Breath of the Wild on Thursday, the twelfth of November at four pm Eastern Seaboard Time. Uh, Salem, what about yourself? What have you got planned next? Well, I'm currently doing a 100% run plus. I'm trying to get all the coins as well in Muppet Monster Adventure. This will be the second part of the stream, which has been long overdue because mental health. So we will be doing that later tonight, technically speaking, with Wednesday the 11th at 2am UK time. So I'm sure- I hope to see you there. So be sure to join in with Salem on the Muppet Monster Adventure at when uh, tonight after the stream at two AM. And finally yeah, we end with <laughs> And finally we end with the British Auntie. What's your plans? 
Yeah, so I'm I'm taking a week off just for stuff, just so I can get some things done and dusted. But when we return, we'll be back on Tuesday, November 17th at 11 a.m. Pacific time with uh, the return of Super Mario 64. Woohoo! I thought Superman. Because Superman is <laughs> <laughs> a piece of crap. No, you but... like a Superman. It's still enough for all. No, I hate the Superman. <laughs> Superman. 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 3D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Yeah, we'll be, playing, we'll be playing Super Mario 64, continuing on with uh, Mario Vember, our month-long event where we're playing all, all Mario games. Uh, might be playing some Super Mario Sunshine as well, but the first game we will be playing, which is confirmed, is Super Mario 64, uh, Tuesday, November 17th at 11 a.m. Pacific. Fantastic. Looking forward to joining all of you three on those streams. So, for those of you who missed it again, Kippy, Ready for the Wild at... Thursday the 12th of November at 4pm Eastern Seaboard Time. Salem plays a Muppet Monster Adventure straight away on uh, tonight, Wednesday 11th of November at 2am UK time. And finally the British Andy will be playing Super Mario 64 on Tuesday the 17th of November at 11 Pacific Time. But that's all we're going to have for today's show and podcast. Again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining all of us. We thoroughly hope you've enjoyed it. A massive special thanks as well to the brilliant Kippy and Salem. Thank you very much for joining us. I fully have enjoyed it. And of it's course, amazing to be here. I'm glad. And we're definitely, like I said, we're definitely going to have you back sometime during season three or even season four, depending on how well the show goes. And of course, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I can't end the stream without, of course, mentioning the one and only British Andy for co-hosting the show with me once again. Thank you so much, buddy. I have once again I thoroughly enjoyed it. How about yourself? Oh yeah, it's always again, always a pleasure doing doing a show with you and looking forward to the next installment, which is gonna be happening this Saturday on November 14th. November. Yeah. Yes, it is. In which case, we'll have another special guest onto the show. Who's it going to be? You're just going to have to find out and tune in. But today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to leave you with my music choices for the end of this stream. So from uh, Maximo, Ghost to Glory, we've got Graveyard of Ships, music number one. But to start us off, and considering I've been playing it so bloody much, it's irritating me. Let's play off. <laughs> let's play some Dark Souls with Bell Gargoyle. <laughs> And you have been listening in to the Tally Ho Show Halloween Special, Episode 17, The Trick or Trick, we find our treat show with me, James. And me, Andy. And our special guests, Kippy and Salem. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed. Be sure to tune in next time. Absolutely. Take care, guys. Take care of yourselves. Keep safe. Take care of yourselves and each other, and we shall speak to you all very shortly. And as always, this has been the James of All Games, signing off, saying cheery bye. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for stopping by. Stay safe, wash your hands, wear a damn mask. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) Could could have said it better myself. Yep. Really couldn't. listening to the Tally Ho Show with Andy and James. You know, you could have spent this time doing something else, like learning a new skill, cooking a new dish, or even spending some time 
with family or friends, but instead you decided to listen to two random Brits go back and forth about gaming and banner for your entertainment? You have chosen wisely.